3: Made it to Friday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borkey, thank you for being with us. We are coming to you today from the University of Mississippi Banking and Finance Symposium. Uh, this has been going on for a long time, and it's the the Fourth or fifth time
4: that we have been here. Uh, maybe is this your first? This position? is my second one. Second. So two looking forward years ago, to your. Uh, last year. Looking forward to your keynote address, managing mega wealth. Yeah, yeah. It's uh,
3: that that'll be after everybody kind of clears out. It'll be a small audience because <laughs> nobody cares what I think about that. Uh, so yeah, a, a fun afternoon. Uh, they just kind of wrap things up with uh, with some of the events throughout the day, and the attendees really from all over the state of Mississippi. And as you would expect on a Friday afternoon. In the second weekend of November, the topic of conversation, now that they've gotten away from the serious banking and finance topics, everybody's talking about football. Oh, yeah. Everybody's talking about football. That was the case when we walked in the door. You hear it in some side conversations. That's where everybody's mind is right now. It's where our minds are as well. And probably where yours are. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation, we'd love to hear from you on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with AutoPay. No credit check, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. Michael Borky, Friday afternoon, football weekend coming up. we got a ton of high school football tonight with the playoffs and then a really, really good
5: slate of games tomorrow. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not doing well, though, man. I'm not. I'm. Wait, is this because of soccer? Yes, like you're, you're in I panic don't get mode? it. Well, it's not panic mode. That's the thing. It's... Something, I asked the people on the stream this morning about this, if they're nervous for the weekend, you know, big game in Oxford, obviously. Uh, Big game on the Plains. If you're nervous, and how do you feel going into these games? And it was a nice little back and forth. And then I kind of spilled the beans that I'm not nervous. Well, I am nervous, but also it's like crippling anxiety with a side of, like, Incredible optimism. Like like I've got both feelings and it's usually just crippling anxiety, you know, when we didn't qualify for the World Cup going to Trinidad that night and I was watching the game on an illegal stream, it was just crippling anxiety. This can
4: make your anxiety
5: worse. This is crippling anxiety paired with incredible optimism because we're still in good shape. It's gonna be the halfway point of qualifying Got an incredible young team. Like, Ricardo Pepe's going to be in the starting lineup tonight. Shows us over Mexico to be a national. Like, a lot of good, but also crippling anxiety. So I'm having
4: a hard time today. I can make it worse. Maybe you should just start drinking. Well no, there's that, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But you know, on the on the other football, we just just tweeted out, Alvin Kamara, he's out for Sunday. So,
5: mm. Luckily, <laughs> not it a long term injury, but yeah. Sports. Why do we watch
6: them?
3: Ceasefire text line is off and running again. Six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. We get this one from Sid. He says, "I'm hearing that Mel Tucker." He is about to sign a long term contract in the seven to eight million dollar range with one to one and a half million dollars in incentives at
5: Michigan State. Um, I don't know what the last sentence means. I, I don't Completely... He's asking if it's going to go down like it did with Tennessee, where they get said no to a bunch of times oh. before they find their, quote, guy, end quote. When I saw that, because that's kind of floating out there now that he's going to sign this big extension. Which, by the way, if he does, good for Michigan State. Yeah. W- without a doubt. Doesn't
4: kind of that like their tell baseball you? Baseball search, though, right? LSU. I don't. I don't. I don't buy that Johnson was choice number one. He was not. And so they went through a, a few guys. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be the same thing. Doesn't
5: this tell you though? Maybe I'm being naive. That he knows that he's not candidate number one. Uh, if you're going to sign I mean, and it, agree to an extension before the season ends, before it ends, you do that because it's been communicated with you that go ahead and do it, right?
3: Look, here's the thing. I'm just going to bang the drum. I'm going to keep on banging this drum, and I'm going to let you guys just keep on disagreeing with me because I know you do.
7: You don't know that.
3: Not every coach is always looking to move.
4: No, I'm starting to come around And why did he leave Colorado so fast? Well, maybe that wasn't the, the right choice, but maybe Michigan State feels righter.
3: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Just because you move quickly once doesn't automatically mean that you're going to play hopscotch for the entirety of your career. It's possible that Mel Tucker says, "You know what? East Lansing is my kind of town." I had to, it's hard to say that with a straight face, but yeah, you don't know. Maybe it's great. People like East Lansing. Maybe there's a great Italian restaurant. And he's an Italian guy. Maybe, but in a more seriously. Yeah. Maybe he likes his bosses. He feels like it's a comfortable situation. He thinks he can be stable and successful there for a long time. And, oh, by the way, they're willing to pay him $8 million with the, with an incentive structure there to get him to nine. And maybe, just maybe, LSU is not as attractive a job as everybody wants to make it out to be.
4: Got to get through Saban and Smart to win the, the championship every year. Whereas, you know, could he just beat Ohio State?
5: Yeah. But he shares a state with, I mean, joking aside about Michigan, and I don't think that's the job that people give it credit for. Uh, infinitely more resources at Michigan as opposed to Michigan State, more brand power, more ability to get better players at Michigan. And, yet, and we.
4: And yet, of course. Who's I mean, been to the playoff and who hasn't? Well, what happened yeah. when they got there? And it, it doesn't matter. Six, who seven went, years didn't? ago. Who went and who didn't? Who's, who's Who's got a better chance this year? All right, so, so that's item number one I'm continuing to bang the drum on.
3: Maybe Very not good. everybody wants to leave. Here's item number two. All right. I'm going to continue to bang the drum on. Because you guys, Borky, I think you in specific have said you know LSU's not getting past candidate number whatever two three whatever the number is. As we've talked about this, and you may very well be right, but I maintain that it is more difficult than it has ever been in any sport to go and hire a sitting. Power 5 successful head
4: coach to leave their current job to come to your job? I think Dan Mullen's going to become sort of a cautionary tale. They're going to look at him and go, look, this guy was super successful at Mississippi State. It seemed like a natural fit for him to go back to Florida, and it didn't work out. Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong. You know, To a certain degree, he wasn't a head coach, but much champion. I mean, everybody had him pegged to be the next big thing, and it never worked out for him. So... They've made a lot of money in buyouts, but there's the other side of that.
5: I wonder yeah. also if the transfer portal, I, I know that if you look at Michigan State and who they are and what they are, that's because of the transfer portal. It has leveled the playing field. I mean, yeah. we, we've got recruiting really right. season next month where, I mean, I assume Mississippi State's going to do the same thing. I bet Ole Miss will take double-digit plus transfers. They will sign. They won't sign 25 guys. They won't sign 20. They might sign sixteen, seventeen guys, and fill the rest of the class with transfer players. And remember, you got some extra spots in there
3: as, yeah. as well. So if they sign seventeen, that doesn't mean that they can necessarily only sign eight guys out of the transfer portal. Borky, I think that's a great point. I was I was doing an interview uh, this morning with Chris Doring and, and Peter Burns, and and Chris asked me about Lane Kiffin and recruiting, and whether or not it was starting to pick up and gain steam. And I said, well, Yeah, I mean, I. I I think they are a staff, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, that likes to finish with a flurry as opposed to really stacking guys up early. Uh, and I think that's because they've got to go deep into the process to, to be able to get some of the guys that they want. But I'm not sure that Ole Miss, at least in the immediate future, is going to get to a spot where you're looking at top ten classes because Lane Kiffin, he's going to take advantage of the transfer portal. He's already done it. Some of the biggest contributors on his team this year are guys that have transferred in. And from the day that he was hired, he's talked about college football and managing rosters like they do in the NFL and made jokes about free agency. But this is what he's talking about. This is roster
5: management and free agency 2021 in college football. They've got a four-star linebacker who started the season at Texas in town for an OV this weekend.
4: Yeah, this is is the way of the future in that if you're not signing five-star kids... Signs 18 to 20 guys and have five transfers. That's the way of the future. Everybody's going to be doing it. State, Ole Miss, South Carolina, programs like that, that's the way to go. Yeah. It's a shift. The question is, does it level the
3: playing field or not? I think Fields largely. Yeah, I agree, but I think largely you're still going to see Alabama sign a class that's got 22 four and five stars if you're signing five
4: star kids
8: yeah
3: and then they're going to cherry pick three impact transfers like a jameson williams that comes in from from ohio state like henry tooto from from tennessee the linebacker that's making a difference I, i think that's probably the difference when you're talking about an alabama or a georgia but i do think it gives you a chance to level the field if you're getting guys that are coming in for the right reasons Just getting started with you. Sports Talk Mississippi, we've got a ton to get to. We're going to switch and talk some high school football playoffs underway across the Magnolia State. We will do that with Will East when we come back with you. Sports Talk Mississippi, live from the Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report. Traffic's running smooth at I-20 at the stack, 220 and 55. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This is traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking
4: accounts. Their unmistakable music. Their unforgettable hits. Foreigner is back.
2: You're as cold as ice. The greatest hits of Foreigner. It
4: feels like the This Sunday night, time. Brandon Amphitheater. I, I it, their music changed the rock and roll landscape forever.
0: Foreigner. For like you. Reserve seats on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. VIP packages available at ForeignerOnline.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care, Feel better, faster.
2: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: I feel like
4: I got let the whole thing play. Like, not the whole thing, but imagine this the, the build it would be like, no, quit playing
3: that song. I, I don't know. I was actually talking with somebody earlier. Obviously, there is huge representation from across the state of Mississippi at the Banking and Finance Symposium. that's hosted by the University of Mississippi, but... You also got folks from all over the southeast. You got a lot of alums who are bankers can do like yeah. continuing education hours, and they come back for uh, for this event. So who knows? Maybe you got some Alabama folks in there, or maybe folks that are trying to get away from yay Alabama. I don't know. Uh, I tell you what, we've got going on in the state of Mississippi tonight. That is high school football, and it all matters because now everybody is on a path to get a trophy. Will East joins us right now. He is our high school football expert extraordinaire. Ooh, William. Happy it, Friday.
0: Happy Friday, game day Friday. This is one of the most fun oh, nights of you, the
3: year. You got to smile when you talk, man. I, I like I don't hear the energy and the enthusiasm. We are talking high school football playoffs in I Mississippi. I know. We're I
6: know. Playing for the Golden Ball now.
0: Let me explain something to you. This week is really fun. Yep. Next week is the best week of the year, in my opinion. Every year, it's it's that second week where everybody's in four a, three a, and two a are down to the nitty gritty. They start getting into semifinals, and then you've got um, uh, the second round of the playoffs for six a and five a, and you get so many great games. Uh, and then after that, you know everybody's kind of really good and all excited. But that next week is re- next week is really really good. But tonight we have some incredible matchups. One in North Mississippi, which is kind of an old school rivalry game is South Panola hosting Oxford. Uh, This is a matchup back in the days of Region 1 when South Panola and Oxford, they played every year. I was talking to Judge George Carlson, who's on the South Panola uh, broadcast, and he says, I can remember when I was in high school, we used to play Oxford every year. He goes, it's kind of weird not to play Oxford every year. Well, guess what? In the playoffs, the first round tonight uh, in Batesville, they're going to play, and this one really will have such an impact because Oxford has been to the 6A state championship game two years in a row now. Yeah, They're a four seed. Uh, they've struggled a little bit this year. Kind of a weird season with two quarterbacks and they've had some turnover issues here there. And then South Panola, on the other hand, we know them as the University of South Panola, but this year, again, they've struggled a little bit. They lost a overtime game to a bad Horn Lake team, which is kind of uncharacteristic of Coach Ricky Woods, but Now they're
3: in the playoffs. The slate has been wiped clean, and here we go. You know the interesting thing about the whole Oxford-South Manola playing every year? There was a window there from maybe early, mid-90s until mid-late 2000s, where they didn't play because South Panola had grown to a 5A school and Oxford was a 4A school. That was before we went to six classifications and you really had the explosion in terms of population and growth of the Oxford area. And so there was a window there of about 15 or 20 years where uh, when I was in high school, in the the late 90s, we Mm -hmm. did not play South Panola every year, which, by the way, may not have been the worst thing ever because (laughs) the late 90s, that was kind of a good time for South Panola. I don't know if you saved remember you that. Some
4: bumps and bruises and broken ribs, probably.
3: Yeah, possibly, uh, possibly so. <laughs> but it is a, a cool deal. You're talking about two schools that are separated by about 24, 25 miles, um, and this feels. And, and look, the winner of this game. He'll be headed down your way next week, Will, most likely to take on Madison Central in the jungle.
0: Yeah, DeSoto Central's got to, the Jaguars of DeSoto Central have got to make the trip south to play the Madison Central Jaguars in their jungle, and Madison Central's one of the hottest teams in the state right now. Uh, You know, they had that hiccup against Starkville a couple of weeks ago. They lost by, I believe, seven points in the fourth quarter in that game. Other than that, Madison Central's been so good this year. They opened up the season with a a win over defending 5A state championships. Uh, West Jones, and then they've really been on fire all year long, and it's been defense that's been the calling card for Madison Central, and uh, they have jumped out early on a lot of teams, and Starville was really the only team that kind of took that hit and then came back in the second half. Most teams have just crumbled in the second half against Madison Central.
3: All right, hey, so normally we just kind of look at these games and talk about some of the storylines. We don't spend a ton of time in the prediction business. I'm going to ask you this, though, because of the difference between Region 1 and Region 2. Knowing that Oxford South Panola is probably the closest of the four, do you see a clean sweep for Region 2 tonight over Region 1 when you're talking South Panola, Oxford, Madison Central, DeSoto Central, Starkville Hernando, and South Haven Clinton?
0: I think one of the sneaky good games is that South Haven Clinton game. Okay. Uh, Clinton is a four seed. Uh, normally, right. four seeds, you don't put a whole lot into them because they're a four seed for a reason. Clinton has had a weird year. They started off the year with a loss, a double overtime loss against Ocean Springs, the number one team in 6A right now. And they struggled in the middle part of the season, but they've been getting better each and every week. Uh, South Haven, on the other hand, no one has been talking about South Haven this year. And I think this is going to be a game where you might see a four uh, A, sorry, a three seed beat a, uh, uh, a, a two seed. But on the other hand, South Haven, I just really haven't seen a whole lot of them this year, whereas Clinton, I have. Heck, I live in Clinton, so I have seen them. Uh, So (laughs) I'm a little bit more familiar with Clinton, and that's a dangerous game for South Haven right there. Usually when you see an upset in high school football, it's that two versus three in the first round. It's that two seed versus a three seed.
3: All right, let me ask you about the south part of the state. I'm going to give you the four games in 6A. In the south, and we're talking about Region 3 against Region 4, and you tell me which one's most interesting. Brandon Harrison Central, the Iberville against Warren Central, Ocean Springs against Pearl. Pearl trying to bounce back from a tough loss last week. Or uh, Oak Grove and Gulfport. I'm going to say Ocean
0: Springs and Pearl. Uh I think, really? that, yeah, I think that one's, well, number one, you're going to see a lot of offense, I believe. Uh, Pearl... If, if the night is right, they have been up and down all season long, but if the night is right, they can put up a bunch of points on the board. Uh, I think they've scored over 40 points in something like four games this season. They had one game uh, in 6A ball where they put up 60-something points. Um, and if their defense is there, Ocean Springs, on the other hand, has been just so consistent this year. They've had... Maybe the most consistent offense. I think they've scored at least 35 points in every game they've played. Uh, if they haven't scored 35 points in a game, it's been because uh, they, the game was already decided and they took the starters off the field. Bray Hubbard, the quarterback for Ocean Springs, is maybe the best quarterback in 6A right now with the way that he's playing. But it's their defense that nobody's talking about. Their defense has done such a good job this year. Outside of that double overtime win to open the season, I don't think they've allowed um, more than 30 points, which this day in high school football that's a that's not that many points yeah uh the past three or four i'd say probably the past six weeks i don't think anybody's put up 20 points on them and wow. these are games where the game was pretty much decided at halftime and the 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 second and third string was in there in the second half
3: yeah ocean springs really has been impressive uh we've got three or four minutes left in this segment let's uh, let's drop down to 5a same thing in the north in 5a west point ridgeland vicksburg against cleveland central neshoba central against lake cormorant Lafayette against Holmes County. Which one of those games are you circling?
0: So I think the most interesting one to me right now is probably going to be Lafayette County and Holmes County Central. Uh, Look, both teams are doing really well right now. Okay. Holmes County Central had this weird stretch where they just they were getting blown out left and right for about three or four games straight. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I don't know whether a player came back. I, I, I can't tell you. But they became a completely different team in the past two or three weeks. Uh, they beat Vicksburg, who has maybe the best defense in 5A. Uh, they, beat, um, they beat Ridgeland, a team that has just been rocking and rolling for the past couple of years. I was very surprised by both of those. So, so right now, Holmes County Central has the hot hand. Lafayette is also hot. You know, they beat Oxford in the um, the Crosstown Classic early on in the season, and that kind of put them on everybody's radar. And then they turned around a couple weeks later and they lost to West Point. They got blown out by West Point, which is not characteristic of Lafayette County football. Right. But then since then, I think they've won five or six in a row. They're they're getting better each week. So I think that's the, that's the good game right there. You know, when I look at the north part of five A. It's still West Point, though. I mean, they've been to five straight 5A state championship games. Their record might not look at it. This, you look at it this year, and I think they have like a, a 7-2 and record or something like that. Those two losses were not on the field. Those were two COVID losses, essentially, because they couldn't play the game early on in the year. On the field, they're undefeated. Um, and it's it's West Point football. The, the big matchup that everybody's kind of anticipating in 5A football in the north part yeah. is Neshoba Central and West Point. That's the one that everybody wants. I don't know if it's going to come to that, but the, that's the matchup that everybody's which, been kind of pining for all year long.
3: Which we would not get that until the north half finals, right? Exactly. Because of the way yep. the bracket's set up. So it would take uh, a couple of wins for both of those teams to get to that point. I don't know if we've got time to look at the south in, uh, in 5A right now, so we'll take a quick timeout. We'll uh, kind of bounce around, not necessarily walk through every single bracket, but we're going to lean on Will East a little bit for the uh, the games that we really need to be locked in on tonight that have a chance to be the best matchups across the state. I remind you, you've got the uh, scoreboard preview show immediately after Sports Talk Mississippi. That starts at 6, and then the high school football scoreboard show from Mississippi Farm Bureau. That begins at 10 tonight and will run until 1130. Sports Talk Mississippi, broadcasting live from the Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium. We'll be right back.
10: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day. Sunny skies, high near 71. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 40 degrees. Saturday, sunny skies, high only to 56. Saturday evening, clear skies and cold, low around 36. And for your Sunday, sunny skies, high near 65. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
8: Hey, everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to Stand for American Freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American Freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office.
13: This is Alice in Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils and mulches. Save the date! Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, Garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas open houses first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
14: The annual inflation rate surged to 6.2% in October, its highest level in 30 years. The rising price of, well, everything has a huge impact. According to the Foundation for Government Accountability, when inflation reaches 5%, prices double every 14 years. At just over 7% inflation, prices double every 10 years. If your income doesn't double as well, you end up falling further behind. As you pay more for items now, the amount you're able to put back for retirement and emergencies dwindles. Quitman Community Hospital officially reopens today, becoming the first large medical provider in the area since 2016 when Quitman County Rural Critical Access Hospital closed. For years now, residents in the area have had to travel to Memphis for primary medical care. Now they'll have access to an around-the-clock emergency medical department. I'm Kelly Bennett.
15: Nothing serves up healthy happiness like a plate of Mississippi pork. Looking for a dish that's high in protein? Try tender pork sirloin, packed with 24 grams of protein and only 173 calories per serving. Or how about mouthwatering pork loin with 22 grams of protein and only 122 calories per serving? And the taste will have your family begging for more. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Pork Producers Association and the National Pork Board
6: Checkoff.
2: Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. What's what the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi.
3: you, Sports Talk Mississippi, on Super Talk Mississippi, supertalktv.com. If you want to watch, you can see the beautiful face of Mr. Will East in Amen. our Jackson Studios and in, uh, in Studio X. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad with you today in Oxford. What, my face isn't beautiful? Uh, less, than.
4: Nope. Oh. less than. Oh,
3: Will, okay. M- Michael Borkey in studio in Jackson uh, as well this afternoon. And uh, we're glad to be with you. We are coming to you from the University of Mississippi Banking and Finance Symposium. They've gotten all the high-level meeting and number crunching done. And That's now they're wow just kind of doing the social hour. And uh, you got some students that are uh, having a chance to uh, visit with banking and finance leaders. And uh, we're talking football. And they're kind of getting to listen in the, uh, in the background. Well, I guess we got to pick the pace up a little bit because we talked about 6A and we talked about the North half and 5A. So give me one game in 5A South that stands out, and then let's just kind of cherry pick some games from 4A down through 1A uh, that are happening across the state.
0: All right, I'm going to give you one that's a real toss-up, and that's East Central taking on Brookhaven tonight. Uh, Brookhaven's a very hot team right now. They're, they've won four in a row. They were basically written off uh, early on in the year, and they they have surprised everyone. Basically, East Central's been kind of a sneaky good team. They did have a loss against uh, Union and they had one other loss who I, I can't remember off the top of my head who, who it was too. But other than that, East Central's been pretty good this year. So that's the that's the
3: best game in 5A South tonight. Okay. What about in 4A? We've had a couple of people jump in and and ask about specific teams, one about Louisville, one about West Lauderdale. Yeah. What, What stands out for you in 4A? The game of the night
0: to me is Ponatok taking on Caledonia. Uh, This is a game I've been following Caledonia all season long. They are have they've been playing football since 1956. This is the best team that they have ever fielded in their school's history. They've scored more points than any other team in their school's history. They hosted their first playoff game in school history last week. This week. Uh, they get to the, the the take on Pontiac, a team that's the, uh, that's been really really good this year, and that's a game that you can actually listen to in the Tupelo area on WFTA and also at supertalk.fm slash High School. So that's a really good one. Lewisville's taking on Clarksdale tonight. Both those teams are Wildcats, and mm. Lewisville, you never count. I just had somebody ask me on the C Spire text line about Lewisville. Never count Lewisville out until the clock hits zero. That team. Year in, year out, they're always dangerous that are defending 4A state champs.
3: Uh, One other game I think is... I was just going to interject there for a second. I mean, if if we're standing here talking in 1998 or 1999 or maybe 2006 or 2015, and you say Louisville and Clarksdale, you're like, whew,
4: gracious. Yes.
3: That is going... I don't know if that's what we're going to get tonight or not in a first-round playoff game, but it's probably worth watching. Uh, one other one to
0: kind of keep your eye on is Itawamba taking on Ripley. Uh, those are, I think, those are two old foes. They they're no longer in the same region, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Itawamba has been one of the best teams in 4A football. 4A is really good this year. They've got a lot of West Lauderdale, Lewisville. I would throw Itawamba in there as well, um, and. I think Itawamba and West Lauderdale are just destined to meet up. Um, if, I, if I'm being honest, West Lauderdale has been—they're playing Senatobia tonight. JJ Grant is the seventh leading rusher in the nation. He's the top rusher in the state right now, and not many teams have been able to slow him down,
6: yeah. including Lewisville. I got
3: a question uh, also on the ceasefire text line: Winona and Knoxville. Tell me about it. Winona has the best offense, or second best offense in the state right
0: now. Okay. Um, Wyonna is just one of those teams that just scores points in bunches, um, and really, if I was ranking top uh, pound for pound offenses, <laughs> those—I mean—they've put up so many points; it's ridiculous this year. Okay, uh, so it's kind of hard to go against the hot hand right now. Uh, we
3: get a question from Lucas. For someone who has not seen Tylertown play, what can I expect tonight besides the two Division One commitments that they've got on the offensive side? If Union scores some
0: points, they're doing something, okay? Okay. Since uh, the beginning of October, I think Tylertown's given up twelve total points. My math may be a little bit fuzzy on that, but I'm in the I'm in the right ballpark. They had something like three or four shutouts in a row. Um, <laughs> You don't get much better than that. And oh, by the way, on offense, they're scoring 56 points a game. I'm, it's, just, it's going to be tough to beat uh, uh, Tylertown this year. They're they're a very very good team.
3: Will's trying to be nice. He's trying he's, he's trying right to there. make you feel good, uh, <laughs> Lucas, about uh, where this thing might be headed. But uh, I'm not sure that that was the most encouraging message I, that you could uh, you could possibly. I, I wish get. I had better news for you, Lucas, but I don't. Okay. But that's why they play the games. That's exactly right. You, you, you got to show up and play them. All right. So we've kind of cherry picked some games. Uh, I, I, I misspoke earlier. I said preview show after us. It's actually the scoreboard show that's coming your way tonight the Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show. You mentioned a second ago that this week's a lot of fun, next week is insanely good. But this is the time of year where you guys get to dive a little deeper on the scoreboard show because it's not just there are a thousand games and we got to get a score from all of them. You can, you can go into these matchups a little bit. You're hearing from folks that were involved Mm -hmm. in broadcasts or or coaches and, and so forth. It's a good time to be listening to the Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show from 10 until 1130. Yeah, we're, we're going into a little bit more detail with some of these teams, um, especially
0: like 6A football, uh, which is, It's always so much fun, but this year we've been able to kind of look at them a little bit deeper and really kind of focus a lot more on the coast this year uh, with teams like Ocean Springs doing so much better. You know, we've talked about how in 6A football, the coast has really struggled probably the past, what, 10, 15 years. Uh, That's starting to change a little bit, I feel. Ocean Springs is doing really well. Gulfport's kind of been in there the past couple of seasons. D'Aberville's usually pretty good, but that Ocean Springs team this year has really put a spotlight on the Coast football. Uh, and outside of uh, 6A, they've got some other really great teams. Of course, Pickyune and 5A is always in it. And then you got Poplarville, a team that's been to four out of the last five state championship games in 4A and has yet to win one. Mm. Uh, it's, you know, that happens occasionally. And you, you can't help but root for the team when that happens. Um, and 4A is, like I said, 4A is so tough this year. They're going to have... No matter who they play, uh, it's going to be a tough road to get there. And to win it, it just shows you how difficult it is. It makes you appreciate these teams that
3: win three or four in a row, like West Point does uh, so much more. Alan wants to uh, point us back to North Mississippi just for a second. He says don't rule out Ponitok. He said they're not the flashiest team but they get the job done. Pontotoc Warriors up in North Mississippi. Yeah,
0: like I said, they're taking on uh, Caledonia uh, tonight. and Yeah, that's kind of where you started talking about yeah. it. I, I, kinda, I feel like you kind of like this Caledonia story. I, I really do. Uh, Pontotoc, just kind of looking at them, they've just been kind of up and down. I mean, they win one, they lose one. They win one, they lose one. It's kind of get hard to get a feel uh, for them. They haven't scored a lot of points this year. Uh, I don't think they've... They may have cracked 30 once, um, and that's going to be the challenge for them. Caledonia, on the other hand, I I listened to the game against Morville where they won 70-14, to I think it was. So it's kind of hard not to sound good when you're scoring 70-something points. So uh, that's why I'm kind of high on Caledonia right now. That's a good point.
3: We're certainly going to be looking forward to all of that. Uh, I don't know what else to ask you about other than to say, let's, uh, let's tee it up and get ready to go this Friday night. It's gonna be good and you're going to need a coat. Now, I don't Finally know if, like, if on the weather. Gulf Coast, I don't know if on the Gulf Coast it's gonna be like that. It may, we may only be, you know, 60s or so tonight on the, uh, on the coast. But in North Mississippi, if you're going to a high school football game tonight, you better pack it up because it's gonna be chilly. It will be chilly. Uh,
0: you know, looking at some of the other games, like in 2A, I still think that it's Scott Central's um, uh, 1A championship to lose. They've played so well this year. Uh, last week they went 54 to 8 over Mid County, and uh, I haven't seen anybody really even slow them down yet. And they played some bigger schools, too, uh, early in the year. Uh, in 1A football, it's it's uh, Hollandale Simmons. The best yeah. offense and the best defense in the state. You got them on one team. Hollandale Simmons are scored more points than anybody. They're allowing less points than anybody. And I think they won... Which is,
3: by the way, a pretty good combination.
0: Very good combination. I think they won like 50 to nothing last week. I don't even remember what it was. Mm. It was something ridiculous. Um, they're an incredibly good team. So this is the great thing about Mississippi High School football is you've got these, the smaller teams like 1A and 2A, which I enjoy, like, the smaller teams. And then you've got the 6A teams, the behemoths, uh, and you've got so many powerhouses uh, there right now and, uh... This, this, like I said, this week is really fun, but next week is actually even more funner, if that's a word.
3: More funner. Your English teacher would be so proud, Will East. Exactly. High school football, as you can tell, is in full-on playoff mode. Super Talk Mississippi has got you covered. You can catch a local game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream a ton of games and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Super Talk Mississippi app. And don't forget to check out the Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 o'clock on Friday nights. Anywhere you listen or watch Super Talk Mississippi. Good stuff. Thank you. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's coming up tonight and next week and the week after, and then we get to the state championships on that Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving. Good stuff. I still don't think he's better looking than me. I, beauty's in the be- eye of the beholder. You're right about that. We We're both wear glasses.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you better get the prescription, the strong prescription ones. When we come back, we will uh, we'll continue with you from the University of Mississippi Banking and Finance Symposium at the Oxford Conference Center. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and SuperTalkTV.com.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report. Traffic's running smooth at I-20 at the stack, 220 and 55. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This is traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts.
16: Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585.
18: With just a few short weeks left before our lease expires, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering fifty to eighty percent savings store wide. Diamond earrings, wedding bands, loose diamonds. It's all marked down fifty to eighty percent. This is a perfect time to do your Christmas shopping. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry accepts cash, verified check, credit cards, and twelve months interest free is available with approved credit. Save fifty to eighty percent now before our lease is up at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of JC Penney.
6: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 till 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
2: Let's go to the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: That's right. Even when we're at a banking and finance symposium, it's still a fight song Friday. And uh, coming up later this afternoon, we've got a food Friday as well. We'll get to that with you at 5:20, courtesy of our friends at Colts Meat. Right now, want to uh, introduce you, if you haven't perhaps been locked in on uh, Super Talk Mississippi throughout the course of the day today, uh, to Ken Syrie. He is the dean of the business school at the University of Mississippi, and is uh, is kind of the architect of the University of Mississippi banking and finance symposium uh, but i'm assuming that like most things like this it, it takes a village to put it all to uh, all together uh, tell me about this event first of all good to see you how are
20: you yeah, good to see you i'm doing well richard thank you so much for having us we really appreciate it it's uh, it's been a great day and, uh, this is our 20th annual event. We would have had number 20 last year, but we didn't do it because of COVID, but I appreciate the kind words. It, it does take a village and we've got a lot of great people that put this together, mostly our alumni board. And of course, my assistant does all the work and, and I'm just here to, uh, to get on the radio with you guys, I guess is what most people would say, right?
3: Well, well it certainly is, uh, is good to visit with you again. So, so what's the purpose? Um, banking and finance symposium that is put on by a school of business but with partners in the banking industry the finance industry across the state of mississippi in the southeast what what's the point of this event
20: it really is education so this is in effect continuing education for bankers so most of these folks are professionals we do have some students that attend as well so there's interaction there but it, it is to to educate them about the future what we see the challenges that they have and and to help really help them to be better bankers and you know i think most people whether you're it doesn't really matter if you're old Miss state or southern or Delta state or whatever you will have used a bank primarily in your life for something you know if we didn't have banks uh they they help us realize our dreams if we didn't have banks we might not be able to buy a car buy a house start a business expand a business so banks are important to the community and mississippi is very much a community banking state so that's really what it's about it's about empowering these folks to learn the latest trends latest tools of the trade so they can go back to their communities and make a difference in those communities
3: this is just a curiosity question ken so i wasn't smart enough to be in the business school i was in the, the journalism school but even within the journalism curriculum i remember a big part of it was was looking back a history of mass communications Within the confines of the business school, is there is there a history of banking, history of finance a piece of the curriculum that kind of takes you back to the United States founding and the, the founding fathers and the development of the, the system by which we operate today?
20: Uh, probably the only thing we have for the banking students directly is my class, and I literally start with 6,000 B.C. how money was formed. So, okay. so I'm your history guy there. Was there
3: Bitcoin available then? Or
20: Bitcoin had just started, uh, I think, 599. 9, 9 BC, oh, okay. It was, a it was the next later, year. A year later.
4: <laughs> mine your coins. Uh, hold on. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. You legitimately letter. had to mine your coins yeah, yeah, back in 6,000 B.C. Yeah.
20: yeah. Oddly enough, I mean, banking has literally, literally uh, been around that long because, you know, typically ancient money was either gold or uh, maybe cattle or grain or something like that. So it's rather inefficient to carry around cattle and, and trade. <laughs> So, what Just throw you, these in my wallet. That's right. So, so you create paper tickets. So you and I might trade and say, you know, whatever, one one thousandth of a cow or something like that. And then that became currency. And then it became important to be able to trade that forward. In other words, you want to buy something else. So I would loan you that, and then. Uh, the original bankers were typically, frankly, religious folks, right? So your clergy would be the ones that would take care of the gold. It could have been a goldsmith, silversmith, or whatever. So money's been around a long time. Yeah. So, so at least, I would say, 8,000 years. We have pretty good proof for that.
3: And, and has evolved incredibly. And I just kind of threw out a Bitcoin reference a second ago. But I am really curious, when you're talking about banking professionals coming together, Everybody else in the world and certainly in the United States uh, and, and maybe a different group of people than traditionally would talk about finance are talking about crypto. Yes. What, what, are, what are banking professionals looking at in in the confines of this cryptocurrency boom that we're in?
20: Well, that's a four-hour answer, but I'll give you a very quick answer. We, a large part I think it's crazy, and they don't understand it, and they think that it's a fad, and it will go away quickly. Okay. Uh, kind of like the ATM machine when it first came out. Like, There's no way people will go to an ATM machine. Or...
3: Yeah, those things have gone the way of the cuckoo or the dodo bird just immediately, right? Well,
20: I, I'm old enough to remember. Remember when you had people pumping your gas, and they said, "Oh, nobody will pump their own gas. That's not going to happen." So, so yeah, the the bottom line is that crypto, I think, is here to stay. Uh, it really creates a way to make a in, in the payment system a way to transact, especially very cheaply in foreign countries. So. You know, you and I might not even bat an eye at wiring money for $10, but if you're in, say, Africa, India, wherever, you make two grand a year, $10 is a lot of money. Yeah. So if you can do that on the blockchain for a penny or two, much more efficient. So I think that crypto is here to stay, uh, at least globally. Um, what it will do in the U.S., I'm not 100% sure, but I do think... Uh, we, bankers will embrace parts of it, and, yeah. and they're, they're going to have to get on board because. Um,
5: Is there going to be survival of the fittest?
3: And, and we've only we may circle back to this at the end of the four o'clock hour, wouldn't we? Uh, visit with you again, but you, you can't have thirty nine different forms of the currency, though, right?
20: Well, it's like a stock, really. So at the moment, I would argue Bitcoin is not money because it doesn't meet the definition of money. For example, it's not stable enough to be a store of value. That's a problem. Hold that
3: thought. We're going to circle back to this coming up later. I do find this to be incredibly fascinating. Ken Syree, dean of the Ole Miss Business School, Sports Talk Mississippi, one hour in the books. We will be right back.
2: You're listening to WFMN for Jackson. America. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your true professional, Drake Global Eastern Flow. Online at and
12: FM. Rich Denison. There's a growing number of lawsuits stemming from last Friday's deadly Astroworld music festival in Houston.
15: Attorney Ben Crump says his team represents more than 200 people who were hurt and they're filing 90 lawsuits on their behalf. He called out the event's promoters saying they should have stopped the show with the first sign of a problem. Nine people were killed, more than 300 others hurt in the crowd surge.
12: Fox's Tonya J. Powers. The White House says President Biden will meet virtually Monday night with Chinese President Xi Jinping. Russia says Movements of its troops within its territory should not be a cause for concern. This after Bloomberg reported American officials have warned European allies that Russia could be planning an attack on Ukraine. The U.S. says it's concerned by what it calls unusual Russian military activity near the Russia-Ukraine border. Fox's Simon Owen in London. America's listening to
15: Fox
8: News.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Barring a stay of execution, convicted murderer David Neal Cox is scheduled to be executed Wednesday at 6 at Parchman. It's the state's first execution of a death row inmate since 2012. The Mississippi Supreme Court granted the request of Cox after he had previously petitioned the court to dismiss his appeals, dismiss his counsel, and move forward with the execution. He murdered his wife Kim in May 2010 and was convicted on Capitol murder charges in 2012. Cox also pled guilty to seven other charges, including kidnapping and sexual battery. Columbus police say two juveniles were injured by gunfire Wednesday night. Three people were arrested and charged with aggravated assault. Chief Fred Shelton said it's believed a car with four occupants drove up to a house on Cypress Street and started shooting at people in the yard who returned fire. And that case is still under investigation. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
21: Open enrollment for Healthcare.gov is here. If you're uninsured or have a job that doesn't offer insurance, check out Healthcare.gov. Due to a new law, prices are lower and more people qualify. Now, four out of five customers pay just $10 a month or less with financial help. It's easier than ever to find the right plan for you and millions of Americans just like you have already enrolled. A new law, lower prices, more people qualify. Sign up at Healthcare.gov by...
14: Services.com. Former Hattiesburg Mayor Johnny Dupree has qualified to run for the 4th Congressional District in the 2022 midterms. He's the second Democrat to announce his intentions. David Sellers of Hattiesburg is also in the race. So far, there are six Republicans challenging incumbent Congressman Stephen Palazzo, one Libertarian, and one Independent. There are a few things you should know if you're playing the lottery when it comes to the Mega Millions, Powerball, and Match Five. Lottery President Jeff Hewitt says the numbers on your ticket don't have to be in the same order as they were pulled. They get pulled randomly, and I and they go. We put them in order because it's just easier to to, to read them. Yeah. That isn't the case with Cash Three. With Cash Three, you can win up to. $500 in different ways, and the more you spend on your ticket, the more options you have. Cash 4 will come out in January, and you'll be able to win up to 5000 on that one. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
18: As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work help make your gathering possible from the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey sweet potato casserole cream corn and delicious pecan pie our mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you may god bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season this message is brought to you by the mississippi farm bureau federation and farm families of mississippi
22: when it comes to your business it solutions Smarter is better. Meet the authority from Cspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Cspire Business, win with authority, your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspirecom business. and do
15: good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on SuperTalk 97.3.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State.
19: How do you like that? I love it.
2: On Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Not today.
3: Not here. Why not? actually saw... Ross Bjork's wife, Sonia, earlier today. Back in town she with their, uh, with was was their the son. I don't, man. Come on, man. She doesn't have anything to do with that. She's great. All right, all right, She's fantastic. I'll take your word for it. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Great to be with you on this Friday afternoon. We're coming to you from the uh, Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium and before the break, and we actually asked him to hang around. Uh, Ken Syreed normally would visit with us at the end of each hour, but I was really fascinated with where we were headed in this conversation. Um, and, and maybe this is less about promoting this event and more just uh, wildly fascinated. Michael Borky, our producer, said, "No, no, no, please keep talking to him." So we were talking about cryptocurrency and the uh, kind of the evolution of that and and where it's headed. And uh, I just didn't want to shortchange that conversation, Ken. It, it, it's fascinating. I think a lot of our listeners. I mean. Uh, Maybe even more so with the proliferation of, you know, the Robinhood app and SoFi and all these different, where where you can kind of be a micro-investor, you get people who are, you know, they're spending... Twenty-seven cents on a a Doge coin, or they're buying a you know
20: Shibunu.
3: or yeah, or or one one hundredth of a share of Bitcoin, you know, Mm -hmm. for for thirty-eight dollars, or yeah, whatever the numbers may be. But I feel like it's a topic that a lot of people are fascinated in, but not that many people really understand.
20: Sure, it, it it is complicated, but uh, there is some value there, and I think this is what confuses people, especially if you look at something like Ethereum. Uh, for example, in this audience, suppose that we were going to bet on the the uh, old Miss A and M game. I don't know what the line is today, but you and I would bet, Richard. And so, you know, two and a half. Okay, two and a half. So. Let's say you take uh, you take A and M and I take Ole Miss. Ole Miss wins, no problem. Then Ethereum would go out and check at a website, say ESPN, get the score, and would would wire me. In effect, that's not exactly right, but the the concept is the same. Money because if we would settle our bet. It would do that automatically on a smart contract. So that is the way that something like Ethereum is used. It's a uh, it is uh, bitcoin's a little different but there are many coins out there that do different things some of them do financial things uh, eventually i think we will be making loans and other type uh, fin- financial transactions in the, the space That's, that may take a little while and that scares people because it's unregulated and we saw from fintech that bankers are pretty good at making loans they're pretty good at compliance But the tech guys are pretty good at tech. So eventually, I do think the cryptocurrency will create a situation where it will be more useful, more broadly accepted, and it will go the way of the ATM machine where, you know, now there's, there's no problem investing in, uh, or using an ATM machine. And I think eventually, crypto will be more widely accepted as well
3: bitcoin and again differences between different cryptocurrencies but the idea that that mining for them uh and this is a digital thing where people are trying to track them down and and find them is a finite number of, of bitcoins yes, exist
20: 21 billion is the cap there's roughly 19 in change now so there there is more mining there's there's a having and i don't remember off the top of my head when the next having but but let's for the sake of argument let's say that when it first started you would run a computer and run a program and it would take say i don't know 100 hours to make a bitcoin okay. and then over time it doubles so it would go to 200 hours and so on so there's a cost to making the bitcoin which is the time and the computer time That it takes to make a Bitcoin. And it gets more and more expensive over time as we reach the limit of coins. So that's the way that Bitcoin is, quote, mined. It's really like a computer program. That's the best way to think of it. Hmm.
3: So once all of the Bitcoins have been mined, what happens then?
20: Well, then it just trades like any other asset, just like... So there's uh, just
3: a a value that...
20: uh, IBM stock, whatever, there's a certain number of shares out there. And if they were to issue all the shares they were authorized to issue, you couldn't issue any more shares unless you change the charter. And most crypto coins do have the ability to, quote, change their charter, if you will, and to add in... Um, you know additional coins but bitcoin has a hard stop at least at the moment 21 billion Uh, unlike for example you you might think about the u.s dollar well that's a fiat currency they just issue you know as we see right now more and more and more. more print more And then that makes inflation, right? Everything sure. costs more because there's more of it. So uh, that that's what people like about crypto.
3: Is that what would perhaps be causing the cost of Bitcoin to go so incredibly high in terms of the value? I yes. mean If there's a finite amount of it, I mean, is is there any reason to believe that it's not going to continue to climb? I, not that I'm asking you necessarily for stock trading advice right now or, or crypto trading advice, but I mean, it stands to reason that. If there are only a billion and a half of them left out there, then it's going to continue to go up and in terms of value, right?
20: Well, it depends on demand, right? So if demand falls, then it could fall. And, it, it, you know, it has uh, gone down the last couple of days. So it, it truly is a supply and demand product uh, and, and belief in that supply and demand. So a, a fiat currency, you know, whatever dollar is worth is whatever dollar is worth. You go to the gas pump, whatever you're paying for gas is what you're paying for gas and inflation causes those prices to go up so so bitcoin it's not yet clear if it's a hedge against inflation but it certainly appears like it's a pretty good candidate for that so that's why you see it going up on
3: the cspire text line zach sends us a message he said i would love to know how and why bitcoin is mined i'm very interested and i'm actually a bond broker and still don't understand the mining process
20: well the mining process is just a way to control supply frankly so we could wave a magic wand and just have 10 coins drop a day and that would be fine but it's it's something that's difficult so that the the coins just simply can't be created out of thin air kind of like fiat money is like the u.s dollar so it's just a mechanism to control the entry into the market of the supply
3: so who is doing the mining i mean theoretically could i go mine absolutely for
20: Bitcoin? you could absolutely in fact my son who's really into this he heated his whole house one winter using miners and then he found out his electrical bill went to some astronomical amount, so decided maybe that was not a great idea.
4: Yeah. yeah. Richard, you already have, like, six jobs. You don't need another one. Yeah, no, I understand. And, I mean,
3: beyond turning my computer on and opening email and doing Twitter, that's about as far as I can go on that. You don't even so I'm do Twitter. Sure I can... Don't, 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 don't
20: do It's that. driven by electricity prices, too. So countries that are very low in electricity, for example, the Ukraine or uh, China for a while, although China's banned it now, they're the ones that were doing the mining because electricity's cheap. So they could mine the coin more cheaply than we could in the U.S. Wow! Yeah, that's why they were largely overseas.
4: Yeah, really, uh, really interesting one, stuff. One thing we do on this show from time to time, and your, your friend, the doctor uh, whose name I can't recall, who's come on to talk. I love it when we have guests on that I know for a beyond a shadow of a doubt are way smarter than me. <laughs> so I'm enjoying this conversation very much. I just Want to say that? Yeah, but
20: I think you would be better picking football. Than I, I might be, world.
4: I might be, but this stuff I'm learning as you talk. So. Yeah. So, so I, I guess we'll we'll maybe wrap the conversation up
3: here. I, I mentioned a second here. You got, uh, I don't know what the number is. Let's just say there are fifty different cryptocurrencies. Oh, there may be thousands. I say there may thousand. be 500 a th- five hundred or five thousand. But whatever the number is, can they all survive?
20: No, no. I don't think you'll see all of them survive.
3: So but. survival of the fittest.
20: Correct. This this coin in that does something crypto. that is valuable to the market will survive. So you're you know, let's go back to our, our comment earlier about uh, settling a bet, right? So mm-hmm. that the coin that can do that very well will will take over in the marketplace. Or in the case of something like a dogecoin that's very cheap or safe moon, you know, that might be something you trade in foreign countries where they don't have much income because it's such a small amount. You know, it's way less than a penny, so we can create transactions, and it opens up businesses because the transactions costs in foreign countries are too prohibitive for these guys. So that's where it's really useful. And in foreign countries, especially uh, Africa, uh, some of Asia, they devalue the currency so often that the the uh the locals don't want that to happen. So they're able to get into a decentralized coin in crypto of some type and then they're more uh resilient and and uh, sure about the value of that coin moving forward than they are their own currency. So we tend to be very dollar based and we should be, we're in the US, but it, it does have applications outside the US that are even more powerful, I think.
3: Look, I, I'm not sure that everybody that's listening is completely locked in on this. There are people who are like, hey it's Friday during football season yeah, Can we get back to football? But we've got a bunch of people that are kind of locked in. Luke in Oxford with a question. He says, since there is a finite quantity of Bitcoin, do you see a day where it could become the basis of a nation's currency, i.e. the gold standard?
20: Possibly, That's a lot harder, but it could definitely be done. I don't think there's much appetite for that in our political system, but certainly uh, any asset you could do that with. But I, I would be surprised, and there is talk about that, but that would be surprising to me.
3: What do you think when you see a, a professional athlete that says, you know what, I'm going to take the first month of my salary or a year's worth of my salary in crypto as opposed to... The traditional dollar.
20: Well, it's incredibly volatile. If you've ever invested in it, you know I literally have seen it move 10 percent in in about four or five minutes. So, what you're looking at is if you and could, in the terms
3: of Bitcoin, that's we're talking six thousand dollars.
20: Yeah, that's right. So huge moves quickly, but it also goes up quickly, right? So you sure. can you can get that, and then all of a sudden, if it explodes up, you're much richer than you would have been from the get go. Or if it goes down, you're much poorer then you would have been from the good go.
3: That's how it goes. Really fascinating stuff. Thanks Great for, stuff. for Great sharing that. Stuff.
20: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
3: Ken Syree the dean of the business school. We are coming to you live from the Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium. We will get back to football when we come back, and then a little bit later, Bruce Marshall will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line to give us some picks. He is an expert in picking those that games. Is. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back.
1: We come to the sea
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Just the typical congestion for this time of the day at I-20 westbound at the stack. Otherwise, traffic is moving good. No accidents or breakdowns to report. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
0: Little River Band. That you are my, my A night, night, of night of hit after hit with Little River Band. Live at City Hall Live in Brandon, November 18th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Little River Band live in concert, November 18th at City Hall Live. Get more info at RealLittleRiverBand.com.
17: together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here
21: on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by List for Less. Go to buyhomeswithsusan.com.
9: last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business but our family of restaurants want to say to you
15: thank you from Sal Lucas Jackson, thank, thank you. you! thank you for always coming back thank you from all of us at Braves thank, thank you so much, much. from Broad Street Bakery we thank you thank you for your support
9: another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale buy three get one free and ten percent we give to charity you can buy them at the restaurants or online Three-in-one gift
11: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
2: Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi.
10: Say that again.
17: Please say
10: Now back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry. Poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate.
2: <laughs> on Super Talk, Mississippi.
3: On Financial Talk Mississippi and be back now with Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at Supertalk.fm, Supertalk TV, coming to you from the Pearl River Resort studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Time Out Lounge, the Golden Moon, and the Silver Star. Richard Cross, Michael Borke, Brian Haydad, and you, thanks for being with us. Really fun co- conversation with uh, Ken Syree, who's the Dean of the Old Miss Business School and the organizer of the uh, Banking and Finance Symposium here that was uh, at the Oxford Conference Center. Crowded thinned out you know bankers hours it we hit it at four o'clock on friday and it was like boom they're I'm gone up. they are I'm
4: glad, gone i'm glad the crowd is thinned out i didn't want to say talk about mississippi state's national championship in baseball with all these people in here I was are going, you embarrassed I, you ashamed not, no not nervous for my life uh, dude that that's not how it works around here I, I i don't know why we can't get that through
3: your head it's like okay congratulations man you won great Move on. Look at him. he's shaking while he's talking. No, I'm not. It's just like it's, it's yeah, whatever, man. It, it, that's it's just not. I just like messing with you, Cross. I know you do, and it just bothers the heck out of you that people don't hang on every single thing that happens in Starkville, in Oxford, all the time. Don't
4: they? No, they really don't. I don't know. I don't know if I mean, that's I'm true sure not. there's
3: some that do. But yeah. uh, anyway. Um, Borky, that make you want to run out and buy a bunch of Bitcoins
5: (laughs) Uh, or start a mining operation? (laughs) I I would say I've got a bunch of them. I don't. I have some money invested in a very, 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 very small percentage of one. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, there are a lot of zeros before you
4: get to my percentage number of the Bitcoin that I own. There's a lot of computers in the studio. Surely we can turn one of them into a miner here and start making some money. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure that it worked exactly
3: that uh, that way. It's funny, though. The C- so, office looks at the power building. And what happened? I think Borky was the one that introduced me to Robinhood. I was like, what is this? And then started kind of playing around with it. And I'm going to say Borky a year or year and a half ago. I was like, oh, I'll do the Bitcoin thing. And it was trading at, like, I don't know, $8,000 mm. for a Bitcoin. And I probably bought... 50 or or $100 worth. Mm-hmm. And I watched it sit they go up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And it got to, you know, it stayed at like 10000 I was like, whatever, man. I'm just going to sell that.
1: Mm-hmm. Get Oops. rid of it. Yeah.
3: That $50 would be worth uh, like 600 now? Yeah. yeah. Good job. Oh, well. Way to be patient and just ride it out there. But uh, all right. never uh, nevertheless. So we really haven't gotten into games this week. I know we spent a lot of time on it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Borky, I want to start with you. We'll get to two questions uh, a little bit later in the show this afternoon, but we'll circle back to that. Said Jinsaki. <laughs> Somebody got you on the yeah, about I, that. Yeah, I, I saw that a second. You ago. in Big Red. Auburn and Mississippi State. Like I, I keep looking at this game, Bork, and I, I, I think, you know, this Auburn defense, home crowd, and then I'm like, yeah, but is Auburn going to be able to score? And then I, and then I talk myself into the other side of it. It's like, you know what? I think Mississippi State really goes in there and I go, that's a hard place to win. Auburn doesn't lose much at home and Bo Nix is, but I, we we are to Friday and I don't have a handle on what even I think about. Never mind a a handle on what the outcome is going to be. I don't have a handle on what I think the outcome
5: is going to be. Me, a very smart person, says the team that makes the less mistakes, the fewer mistakes, will win the game. How's that for a high-paying analysis? Uh, Mm -hmm. But but that's really what it comes down to. I mean, you've seen it this year. State, when they play clean, can beat everybody in that middle tier that I talk about all the time. In the SEC, you have Georgia on an island on, on its own. You have Alabama a step below, probably a pretty big step below, honestly, with the way they've played lately. And then you've got this group that features the two schools in this state, Auburn, even Florida still belongs in there despite the loss to South Carolina. LSU Mm. still belongs in there. I mean, they did beat Mississippi State, and they did beat Florida. Uh, Tennessee's in there. Arkansas's in there. Auburn's in there. Would you not put A&M
4: above this group?
5: They lost to Mississippi State at home. That's, that's they lost right. well, that's to what, that was going to be my
4: question, yeah.
5: So so they're there, although they're probably the most talented, raw, they're, talented group. They're the high this. end of this tier, Yeah. sure. But all of these teams can absolutely beat each other on a given day. So when you've got teams like this, and you saw it in Fayetteville last week, State was probably the better football team that day, but, but they made a couple mistakes, and Arkansas played basically – a clean a completely fully clean football game, and that 's why they won so I feel the same way here. I think you've got two football teams that are that are evenly matched. I think Bo Nix. Uh, there's not. I think you know Bo Nix is better at home versus on the road. I do expect Auburn to get Bigsby involved far more than they did last week against Texas A&M. But uh, again, breaking news more at eleven. The team that makes fewer mistakes in this game will win this game because I think they're evenly matched football teams. And when you've got this, does Will Rogers? Th- uh, Throw an interception when they're on their way into score. Do they miss more field goals? Do they have untimely penalties? Do they make a special teams mistake? If those answers are yes, they will not win. If those answers are no, then they will win. I think it's really that simple here.
3: And what state? 12th, 13th in the SEC in penalties per game? Yeah. Whatever. Right above Ole Miss, right? Yeah. 125
5: teams in college football are less penalized than Mississippi State.
3: Yeah. State's number 125. Ole Miss is number 130. Yeah. In the uh, the country. Can't wait for the Egg Bowl. Five-hour game. Long-range forecast it's gonna be chilly that night. It's gonna be in the 40s also. Great. So, hey, I, I want to ask you the same question and frame it in the exact same way, though. Hey, Dad, that, that I did with Borky, mm-hmm. in that I've looked at it a bunch of different ways. I'm like, oh yeah, well, Auburn. Oh, well, Mississippi State. Have you gotten to the point where you have even a clear wrap around what you think? I mean, I know you've made a pick on your podcast. You were really, really clear going into the game last week against Arkansas. I think Mississippi State's going to win this game, and here's why I think they're just going to win the game, and here's what
4: I think the score is going to be. Mm-hmm. Are you that certain with this one? Less certain, but I, I feel pretty good about my prediction. Which, which is? Which is Auburn winning the game. I think my score was 31-24. He's playing his own game, Borky. I, I, he I really... was
3: afraid to be confident two weeks in a row. He said, I will not. I, I, th- I will not be played as the fool again. I will return to character. I will put my pessimism and my misery on full display. I will wear it as a badge of honor,
4: and then on
5: Saturday night, I will celebrate quietly
4: all by myself.
5: The the people want him, though.
4: Do I I have that kind of evil voice?
5: The people want him to pick against Mississippi State. We learned that on Monday. The people want him to think there's a threat on our
4: message board that was started yesterday about Lee Sterling picking. And I, somebody says, oh, yeah, but what is Haydad going to do? And I just went in there and I said, Auburn by 100. And I'm getting upvotes everywhere. <laughs> uh, I think Auburn's going to win. What did you say score was? I don't 31-24. Know. <laughs> I say Auburn's going to win because Bo Nix is so much better at home. And State's propensity for starting slow, that's just what they are. It's not- I'm not sure you're
3: giving Auburn enough respect, to be honest. I mean, that's only a one-score win. I mean, you had Mississippi State winning by two touchdowns last week against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You're not fully embracing the heel. The pessimism. I'm trying to be honest.
4: Jeez. <laughs> anyway, I, I think Bo Nick's at home, Auburn at home, state's propensity to start slow. In an eleven A.M. game, you know, you know this. The crowd is always sort of trying to wake up. And mm. and, and, and Auburn is a place less where less there. That's what my point though. If state could get out to a quick start, maybe they could they could quiet the crowd down. But they don't. And it'll be ten nothing or fourteen nothing at the end of the first quarter. And then State will come back and make it interesting. And it'll just be too little, too late. Is is how I see this game. Wait, so basically a replay of seven other games this year? Yes. That, at some point, that's just what the series is, isn't it? You know, if you, if you watch Breaking Bad long enough, hey, they cook meth. On this Mississippi State uh, football season, they fall behind early. They come back. Sometimes it's good enough. Sometimes it isn't. Yeah. Hmm. They
3: lose this when they fall to five and five. Yeah. They beat Tennessee State next week to get to 6-5. and
4: five. And then, you know, the Egg Bowl is for a step up the bowl ladder. Mm. Bradley and Marietta says, I agree, but depends on what flags are thrown at the right time. Go ahead and get ready for flags to be thrown at the wrong time. It's, it's SEC football. It's part of the pageantry at In, this point. Buddy,
5: In, it's Auburn. It's, it's not SEC football. It is Auburn.
4: Auburn. It's right up there with, you know, between the hedges and, and and the marching band and everything else. It's part of the tradition of SEC football. They could put it on the commercials. I wonder who the uh, wonder who the white hat is. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a way to find out. Well, I have this device right here. Let me see I don't I'm know. I'm, I'm, they, they generally don't publicize that.
3: Uh, Not in advance. We'll see. I don't know. I'll look. Do you think his initials
4: are M and C oh, please God no could it could it be hey, he's already done one Auburn game this year he was the guy for Georgia State where he screwed up a call so and he's I, I, you got to think Mississippi State is probably put in like no we, we, we do we, we won't we're not playing with that guy come on
3: Dave says honest question have you ever officiated a high school or college game I assume that we're talking about football for me the answer is no if the if, if it's baseball yes I have Uh, Basketball, not even at that level. I haven't been a chef,
4: but I'll tell you if my steak's burnt. Part commission. Uh, Yeah. Sports Talk
3: Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Bruce Marshall from the gold sheet. Bruce! When we come back with you on this Friday.
10: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sollander. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day. Sunny skies, high near 71. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 40 degrees. Saturday, sunny skies, high only to 56. Saturday evening, clear skies and cold, low around 36. And for your Sunday, sunny skies, high near 65. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
8: Hey, everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 530 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 530 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. Hello. This is Doug Garner and Ryan Nemi, owners of Logan Farms Honey
4: Glazed Hams in Jackson. As we
21: all make adjustments to this ever-changing landscape, it's nice to know some things still don't change. The hard work, loyalty, and dedication your employees provide to keep your business
4: running. Let your team members, torchbearers, and even valued clients know you're thinking of them this holiday season with a Logan Farms Honey Glazed Ham.
21: We've been a local family owned and operated business in Jackson since 1995. Logan Farms has great corporate discounts. We gift box our hams, turkeys, and all of by gourmet meats and we still offer delivery to your company as well as ship nationwide.
4: Our hams are sliced and glazed in store and still have 30% lower sodium than the competition. Most importantly, Ryan and I work shoulder to shoulder with our staff in the kitchen and behind the counter.
21: Call us at 366-HAMS. That's 366-4267 and be sure to ask for Ryan or Doug. Trust us to take care of your most valued asset this holiday season. Your loyal employees and valued clients. Jackson.loganfarms.com.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News Barring a stay of execution convicted murderer David Neal Cox is scheduled to be executed Wednesday at 6 at Parchman. It's the state's first execution of a death row inmate since 2012. The Mississippi Supreme Court granted the request of Cox after he had previously petitioned the court to dismiss his appeals dismiss his counsel and move forward with the execution. He murdered his wife Kim in May 2010 and was convicted on Capitol murder charges in 2012. Cox also pled guilty to seven other charges, including kidnapping and sexual battery. Columbus police say two juveniles were injured by gunfire Wednesday night. Three people were arrested and charged with aggravated assault. Chief Fred Shelton said it's believed a car with four occupants drove up to a house on Cypress Street and started shooting at people in the yard who returned fire. And that case is still under investigation. For Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
6: Com.
23: Hey sports fans, this football season, MDOT wants to ensure you get to your game day destination safely. So before you hit the road to watch your favorite team, be sure to download the MDOT traffic app. The M.Traffic app is free for both Apple and Android devices. And remember to drive smart on the way to the game. That means buckling up, obeying the speed limit, and avoiding distracted driving, especially when traveling in work zones. For more information, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter.
2: This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Friday afternoon. We are broadcasting in Oxford today at the Oxford Conference Center for the Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium. Got started with Gallo this morning and then Gerard. On middays, and uh, we're glad to be with you as well. The C Spire text line is open at 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know. Your kids are online for everything. That's why C is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at com slash Bark. Sports Talk Mississippi also is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. You can find them online at VisitoxfordMS.com and follow along on all of their social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all of them at Visit Oxford MS. So, Amazon Prime Video is hitting the road and celebrating the college football season by participating in the largest and longest running fan experience in college sports. Prime Video's tailgate will be coming to Oxford. November 13th, that's tomorrow, to celebrate the Ole Miss-Texas A&M football game. Fans will be able to enjoy themed activation spaces showcasing select Amazon originals, charging stations, and food and refreshment from Poppy and Beyond Meat. Stop outside of Vault hemingway Stadium at uh, 762 All-American Drive from 11 to 6 to celebrate with Amazon Prime Video. And don't forget that the Holly Jolly Holidays get started on December 1st. 1st through the 12th, plenty going on there. Great to uh, be with you this afternoon, trying to work on getting connected with Bruce Marshall, and I uh, think that will happen in just the next moment or two. Bruce Marshall joins us every week on Thursdays. Bruce is at the Gold Sheet, has been for a long time. You can check it out online at goldsheet.com. All kinds of information, usually some pretty interesting historical pieces as well as Bruce writes their, uh, their cover story. Bruce, and this is a fun slate of games this weekend in college football.
7: It is, and I am up here in Memphis right now. I'll be down there with you if you can make it back from the Memphis game tomorrow. <laughs> Watching yeah, I, I, the Ole Miss A&M, so I hope to see you down there tomorrow.
3: We, we may cross paths in the uh, in the road. I've got Memphis and East Carolina at 11 on TV, and then we've got to hustle back to uh, to do radio tomorrow night for, uh, for Ole Miss. Let, let's start with that game, this Ole Miss-Texas A&M game tomorrow night. A&M is favored. They're a two-and-a-half point favorite. The total in the game is 57. It sounds... Maybe feels like Ole Miss is going to be a little healthier than they have been. Texas A&M's defense really, really good. Their offense maybe less so. Ole Miss's defense against that Texas. A- I- I'm just kind of laying out all the pieces. I'll shut up. You're the expert. What do you think?
7: Well, um, I'll tell you. You know, flying up here from Orlando this morning, a lot of A&M people coming up. You know, Talking to a couple of them on the plane, no secret, they said we're going to run the football. That's what I think they're going to do. That's why I think that total is a little bit high. Uh, We saw what A&M did last week to Bo Nix. I don't think they can do that to Matt Corral. Uh, Calzada's been a little bit banged up, too. You know, he's only had that one really good game against Alabama. He's been kind of pedestrian in the other games. He had thrown a pick in six straight games until last week. That's the difference between the Matt Corral this year and last year. Now, he doesn't have those sort of wild yardage numbers that he had last year, but he's only thrown two picks. He had 14 last year, so it's a more careful, it's a more careful Matt Corral. And yeah, almost had some injury problems, but they're hanging in there. That was a nice win, and that's sort of, they're playing games this year where you can win 27 to 14. Last year, they had all these crazy scores. But this year you can have games where you beat a team like Liberty 27-14. I think you're looking at that sort of pace tomorrow. I think Corral is more likely to make winning plays than Calzada. Uh, A-Nim's defense is good, but it can be beaten. I mean, Mississippi State beat these guys earlier in the year. Uh, I think they might be a bit vulnerable tomorrow. 25-21 Ole Miss, I think the Rebels get them. I think it's also under, two And 56-57, uh, and just looks too high to me, Rich. So uh, we're looking under as well.
3: Say, say it for me, Bruce. Wrong
7: team favored? Long team favored, total too high. So, uh, Rebels and under is the way to go, I think.
3: There we go. What about this Mississippi State game? Kind of kicking off your college football Saturday. Bulldogs are getting five on the planes. That line's fluctuated a little bit this week. It's been down around four and a half. It went up to five and a half. It's come back down to five. You know Mississippi State, uh, more consistent offensively. Will Rogers has played well. This is two good defenses. It's home bow versus road bow,
7: which is usually
3: better for Auburn.
7: Tell me more. Well, yeah, I mean, I got on the bow bandwagon last week. Shame on me because he looked bad again. <laughs> um, and I think that's what can happen if you – when when things sort of break down for Nick, I mean he's not alone in this among quarterbacks. But I mean he starts getting sloppy, and that's sort of been his mo in his career. We sure saw that last week. Um, we've talked about Zach Arnett a lot. Some of the stuff he does, the Rocky Long stuff. You don't see a lot of that in the SEC. Three three five and some of the combinations and the blitzes and the coverages and the disguising of all that. I think they'll bother Knicks enough tomorrow. Will Rogers has at least been he, well, Rogers has at least been handing the ball off a little bit in, in recent games. Yeah. So it's not just Rogers throwing 65-70 dink passes. They're trying to balance things a bit. The Bulldogs should have won that game last week. They really should have against Arkansas. They're desperately unlucky. I think they go in there and win. 23-21. Upset alert. We're going to take Mississippi State. There's another one under the total, Rich. I think uh, that 15.5 is also too high here, so uh, under in this one as well.
3: Bruce Marshall bringing the thunder. That's back-to-back. Wrong teams favored and total too high. Let's see if we can make it three in a row. Arkansas at LSU. Razorbacks, a favorite in Baton Rouge. Here's what's interesting to me, Bruce, and I've said this to a couple of people this week. I've been waiting for LSU to shut it down. Like, you know, they got, they got rolled by Kentucky... And then they announce that, uh, that Ogeron's out, and they play great, and they beat Florida. And then they get kind of rolled by Ole Miss, and then they, they bounce back, and they play really, really hard against Alabama coming off an open date. Can they keep getting up when they know they've got a lame duck coach and they've got like 15 starters out?
7: Well, that's a good question, Rich. And um, there's a scenario you can see where that was it last week. That was like the last push and they gave it everything they had and give coach Owen and his staff credit i mean some of the yes. big stuff they did they had alabama on the ropes and alabama couldn't get anything going couldn't run the ball with a lick um and uh, they were, and i didn't see that coming from lsu cuz they hadn't really displayed that sort of defense all season but was that a was that a one off was that an outlier last week i don't know um i think Arkansas's, arkansas arkansas fortunate last week uh, I think their season, they, they they really haven't been the same since the Georgia game. They, they gave it a shot against Ole Miss, and they lost. Um, you know, they've only won one SEC game in about four years, and that was the game at Starkville last year. And as much yeah. as Sam Pittman has improved things, this is still a, an ask here to lay points out on the road. Um, if LSU plays close to what it did last week, I think LSU wins. Now that's the question. Um Jefferson, you know, not some of those big passes earlier in the year, you know, they just sort of happened on much. It's not a real smooth downfield passing game yet for Arkansas. He, he can do it at times, but I actually think Max Johnson's more likely to hit Arkansas through the air than vice versa uh, with Jefferson. 31-27 LSU, I'm going to give the coach O another shot because I, I think they are kind of digging in for him. And uh, at home, you know, a couple of those flat efforts, you know, out in the road, um, but at home here, I think they're going to flip like the Florida game a few weeks ago. We didn't see that coming, and they played pretty well.
3: Ring it up again. I'm, based on the numbers I'm looking at, that's wrong team favored and another under. Now, only by a little bit, but uh, another under. Bruce, my favorite thing has become asking you, tell me a game anywhere in the country that you're absolutely in love with. You had, uh, you, you had Wyoming and New Mexico State under a couple of weeks ago. That was a great call. Um, You had East Carolina over Temple last week. That was another great call. Give me
7: a game tomorrow that you are in love with. Middle Tennessee is only laying 10 in Murfreesboro against Florida International. Florida International is an absolute mess. The AD Pete Garcia left this week. Uh, Butch Davis uh you know, this is the worst-kept secret. They haven't they haven't said publicly he's not coming back next year. We know he's not. His contract is up. They've saved money by not having any buyout. The only game they've won this season against Long Island is against Long Island, which I didn't even know played football.
5: No,
3: I didn't um,
7: either. Yeah, I mean, it, that shocked me. And they're the opener. And look at some of these scores for international lately. They're getting killed. Middle's not that bad. I mean, Stocks still, they've got some nice wins as a favorite. They've been good. Um, they're only laying 10 tomorrow against this team. That I, If Ford International had an option of not showing up tomorrow, I think it just might stay down in Miami and not come up. Lay the points of the middle of Tennessee tomorrow. They will take care of uh, Florida International.
3: The man is making you money week after week after week, and he's doing it out of the kindness of his heart. Bruce, tell people where if they are interested in more of your picks, they can get them.
7: Thanks, Rich. Check us out online at goldsheet.com. Hey, we got basketball going now, too. The daily basketball publication. Oh, boy, that has made my life easier, but it's kind of fun. And, of course, the football of the week, too, and all of our picks. Goldsheet.com, my picks are there. Also, at Vegas Insider and DonBest.com.
3: I hope you packed a coat. It's going to be cold in Oxford tomorrow night, Bruce.
7: Yeah, well, my wife's coming. I hope she wants to stay beyond halftime. So (laughs) we will see.
3: (laughs) Well, enjoy the ribs in Memphis tonight and uh, and the Grizzlies, and we'll see you tomorrow in Oxford. Our friend Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet and goldsheet.com. Thanks, Bruce. See you tomorrow, Rich. All right. Bruce Marshall, Middle Tennessee, laying 10 at home against FIU. Says it's a great play. We'll see. He like told it. you last week that East Carolina, had a it. twenty-six point favorite against Temple was a slam dunk. They won that game forty five to three. Mm-hmm. Sports Talk Mississippi will wrap up the four o'clock hour with you when we come back.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Just the typical congestion for this time of the day at I-20 westbound at the stack. Otherwise, traffic is moving good. No accidents or breakdowns to report. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
5: Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At AmeriGroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to
4: enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. You could hardly rub two nickels together, but... You got married anyway. Because love can't wait. She believed in you when no one else would. Brings joy into your life like only she could. Today, she is your only need. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein.
21: This Christmas, tell her with a gift of something truly precious from
4: Juniker Jewelry Company. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with more ways to say I love you this Christmas than any place else. Ten times the selection of average jewelry stores. From
6: case after case of designer gold, gorgeous colored gemstones, couture pieces, and our famous estate collections.
4: To diamond classics like Junikers, diamond stud earrings, diamond bracelets, and pendants. Maybe it's that larger, too three or four carat diamonds she's always dreamed of. It's right here, right now, this Christmas at Juniker's. Because love can't wait.
21: Juniker Jewelry Company, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer.
6: Upgrade your career today at AgUp Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From Yard of the Month to Farm of the Year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you.
2: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi.
16: Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like
2: sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
3: Tune. this is Memphis this it is it is I guess I'll probably hear that one in the morning you might Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalk.tv.com if you want to be a part of the show ceasefire text line is the way to do it 601 879 Nine five. Uh, Ken Syree joins us again. He is the dean of the business school at Ole Miss and uh, was uh, kind of the architect of the Banking and Finance Symposium uh, that was held here at the Oxford Conference Center earlier today. They've, they've all packed up. I made a joke earlier. It's like it hit 4 o'clock and bankers are
20: gone. Bankers' hours on Friday. That's exactly right. Yeah, they, they do work hard. I think it's a little different now than it used to be, but literally a lot of banks used to close at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. From a convenience standpoint, that doesn't really fly anymore. I, I'm curious, yeah. Ken, about student recruitment. Uh, the business school here has got a, a really good reputation. Uh, you and others in the department have worked hard. How competitive with uh, – we talk about competition in, in, uh, on the football field, basketball, baseball, and the SEC. Within the SEC footprint, how competitive competitive is it in terms of bringing in students?
20: It's extremely competitive. We we have a lot of great schools uh, that are close. But you know, most of us uh, could easily drive to six or eight SEC schools without too much trouble. So it is very competitive. So we're constantly trying to up our game, to improve our brand, to, to create value, and and frankly, make the student successful. That's what it's about. But everybody's trying to do that, so you, you never quit. You're always uh, under continuous improvement, just like a, a football team or basketball team or whatever it might be. So it is, it is very tough to recruit. There's no question about that.
3: In, in terms of what you're looking for with incoming students, and I guess this is probably a different answer if you're talking about a graduate student, but for, but for an undergraduate, how, how does the recruiting process work? And I, and I know it's not... Like somebody that you're trying to bring in for a PhD program, it, it it certainly is a broader net than that. So, but you know, a little more micro than university recruiting for you guys. What, what does it
20: look like? Um all the time especially on game day Fridays but we'll we'll have a student come in or a group of students and they'll meet with some of our people we'll go over the programs we'll we'll tour the campus with them i get involved as much as i can uh we we try to meet with the students show them around i, I would imagine every school would do something similar but at old miss we try to have a high touch that's uh, one of our competitive advantages i think is that you come to old miss you're not in a class with 800 students you know we we have relatively small classes by and large and Uh, that's that's what we try to do and I think that's very valuable and we do uh, recruit a lot of athletes I spend a good bit of time trying to do that too I just met with a a female golfer the other day for example In fact I kiddingly told her if she would go in my office if she had any other program where their dean had more golf stuff in their office than I do then she had permission to think (laughs) about their their deal she laughed when she went in my office yeah
3: a lot of it there Um, in terms of the graduate program the, the executive mba has become a huge thing all, all over the country and that's also competitive have you seen pretty significant growth in in that particular program
20: yeah our online mba uh, is still in the top 10 we're ranked 10th this year we've been in the top 10 i, I think it's 5 years in a row now and uh, you know i didn't really teach online until covid i'd never really done it frankly and most people think well it's really easy and the you know professors goofing off teaching online it's a lot of work I would argue I spent about three times as much preparing for class, lecturing. It was a ton of work. And I was, frankly, I was not very good at it. So we've got people that are very good at it. And that's helpful. And uh, it's a real innovation. And we, We did this. We started with the online program, I guess it's been about 15 years ago now. And the beauty of that is that you don't have to quit your job. So you can go online. You're not giving up the salary. And uh, we've got a very good program. A lot of places do have very good programs that uh, in the state and elsewhere. So,
3: and that has become more and more popular, right? With working professionals who want to add a graduate degree for for whatever reason, for professional advancement, or for ego, or for you know, the opportunity to to do something else.
20: Oh no, that's right. And and you get roughly the same education sometimes you'll see different programs that will, will bring students in over a weekend or something like that we chose to do that sparingly that that's uh, that's not a bad model but it, it just didn't work as well for us but you know a good example in fact of getting an online mba that's helped launch your career and, and helped you learn more and become more successful is keith carter you know yes. the athletic director at Ole miss he's a product of our programs great guy you know, I, I like to think that uh, some of his finance classes and other <laughs> classes probably help him out a little bit. So, In terms
3: of, one, qualifying for that program, and then, two, time commitment for the people that uh, that choose to go through it, what, what what's there? I mean, are there still... GRE and...
20: Yeah, GRE or GMAT scores we need. We we suspended that for one year during COVID. Almost everyone in the country did do that.
3: Oh, God, last year is when I should have applied.
20: Last year, Richard... That would have been the time. (laughs) That's it. But we allow you to go through uh, even up to six years, so you can take one course at a time. I I don't know what other people do, but... Yeah, you can do it in your, quote, spare time. It's a, it's a lot of work, but the harder you work, the more you'll learn. So yeah. great program for sure, and, and I'd encourage anybody to look into it just considering furthering their education.
3: It's been a great day today at the Banking and Finance Symposium. I spoke with several of the attendees who, who raved about the programming and the uh, the opportunity to kind of network and reconnect with some old friends. So uh, in addition to the uh, the education piece of it, thanks for being with us, and we'll either talk to you later or we won't.
20: Uh, that's right. Yes, sir.
3: Ken Syree, the Dean of the Business School with us. Sports Talk Mississippi. Five o'clock hour. That means the college football fix is next.
2: You're listening From to WM New York State Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your dream professional, Professor Horry Street Pro. 601-345-89FM.
12: rich denison president biden says the bipartisan infrastructure bill will benefit americans but must be used wisely
21: it will create millions of new jobs It will grow the economy and uh, will uh, win the world economic competition.
12: The president will sign the bill Monday. Steve Bannon, a longtime ally to former President Trump, has been indicted on two counts of contempt of Congress for defying a congressional subpoena from a House panel investigating the January 6th violence at the U.S. Capitol building. Colorado Governor Jared Polis today discussing his executive order allowing everyone 18 and older in his state to receive a coronavirus booster shot.
6: 1,476 Coloradans are currently hospitalized. That's an increase from 10 yesterday. Paula says only 19% of
12: those hospitalized in the state are vaccinated. America's listening to Fox News.
21: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse.
19: available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's
12: Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
21: Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 best pontoons with great Suzuki outdoor warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A rare benefit of higher inflation, your tax bill might be lower this year. Fox's Jenica Sola reports. The Internal Revenue Service has raised tax brackets by about 3% from 2021. For this year's taxes, a married couple won't need to pay the top 37% tax rate unless they make $647,850. For individuals, that top bracket starts at $539,900. Each year, the cost of living is considered and the changes happen automatically. The maximum amount you can set a in a health care flexible spending account went up $100. The COVID state of emergency has been renewed many times in our state, but the governor announced yesterday that since infections and hospitalizations are being effectively managed, he's going to allow it to expire November 20th. I'm Kelly Bennett. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the
2: gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Available participating dealers while supplies last.
18: Are you a landlord whose renters can't pay due to COVID? Don't evict. Ramp up. RAMP is the Rental Assistance for Mississippians
0: program administered by the Mississippi Home Corporation. If you have tenants who need help paying past due and future rent or utilities where they're currently renting from you, RAMP may be just what you both need. So don't evict. Learn more at ms-ramp.com and ramp up now.
14: The Tunica Humane Society is hoping to find a forever home for a lab named Buddy that was set on fire by a 12-year-old in April. He spent months recovering from his wounds at Mississippi State University. And while he's doing well, he'll still need months of medical care. That's why they're hoping to place him with a family that lives close to MSU. If you think Buddy is the dog for you, you can submit your application on the Tunica Humane Society's website. This Wednesday, the Beau Rivage on the coast became the only casino that allows mobile sports betting. If you download the BetMGM app, you can place wagers on almost anything, but you can only do it when you're on site. They're using geofencing to ensure everything stays legal. State lawmakers are expected to take up the idea of relaxing mobile sports betting restrictions in the upcoming session. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: Hey sports fans, before traveling to your game day destination this football season, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app to help you reach the game safely. Reach your destination on time by checking ahead for crashes, closures, and construction with the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is available free for both Apple and Android devices. For more information, follow at Mississippi DOT
18: on Facebook and Twitter.
22: When it comes to your business IT solutions,
2: Beyond the headlines on middays with Gerard Gibbert weekdays ten to one here on Super Talk Mississippi Sports Talk Mississippi your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let
6: me put it to you this
2: way: right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm.
4: There you go, Haydad. That's what you've been waiting for all day, right? And we'll see how many times I get to hear it tomorrow. Richard
3: Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with I, I feel like he's been here so long, we should give Gerard Gibbert credit for still hanging around. His show ended four hours ago, months ago. and yet here he is. He, he, The unofficial mayor of Oxford right there he doesn't live here uh, doesn't matter oh yeah I, mean, I did have the real i'm mayor. just saying he, he says he had the real mayor on his show well today. i'm just saying that's, that's the Robert power behind Robert the, Robert Robert the throne Robert yeah Robert well, that's Robert. fair enough uh so uh Gerard's still hanging out when, when people are talking you know banking numbers companies yeah. fintech i mean he's he's just in his element and he can't he can't make it's himself
4: go away like a shark in the water there no, yeah. no pun intended
3: uh so Thanks for being with us. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to BuyFordNow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built for tough. But don't stop there. Test drive one today at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Ford F-150. Best-selling truck in America for 44 straight years. Michael Borky, the game that is sweeping the world, is back once again on this Friday. It's a little game that we like to call Michael Borky. What?
5: Two questions, and you know the drill by now. We'll start with the game that starts the day—a morning kickoff. Put your Bailey's in your coffee. Like you just mailed coffee.
3: that in. Like you, you just went We like, oh, need some music you know for the deal. It. We need like you some. Know, that, this some, is your
5: thing Guitar riff. You're the author of this. I'm the author of every show, but I'll take this on its own. <laughs> we'll start with the game that starts in the morning. Get put your Baileys in your coffee. And get ready mm-hmm. for Mississippi State on the road as a dog at Auburn. If they want to win that game and pull the upset, they absolutely must do what?
3: See, he said the early game. I thought he was talking about Memphis and East Carolina. <laughs> I'm kidding. We I'm get kidding. it. You're
4: calling a game on TV. We know. My, no, My, 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 I'm my underdog this week is East Carolina. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. Getting five. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right, so. State absolutely must do what? Make Bo Nix beat them. They, they cannot allow, and this has been the game plan for State all year, and it worked against Kentucky, and it didn't work so well against Arkansas, but limit the running game. Okay. Limit Tank, Bigsby and Jocrest Hunter as much as you can, and make Bo Nix sit there in the pocket and beat you. At the end of the day, I don't know that he can do that. And if State can do that, if State can limit him, if State can keep him from scrambling, if State can limit that Auburn running game, that gives them their best opportunity to win. The, 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 if you can tell me right now what Bo Nix's stat line is going to be, how much total offense, how many turnovers, I will tell you who wins that game. Okay.
3: Mississippi State absolutely must start fast. Mm-hmm. Now I realize asking the impossible is sometimes a little bit of a uh impossibility yeah, maybe not the best plan maybe that's not the best way to go down this road but we've seen it over and over again in games that they lose Mississippi State looks up halfway through the first quarter and they're down 7 to nothing they're down 10 to nothing they're down 14 to nothing out of the game hey dad gave you the formula earlier for this season start slow kind of get into the rhythm, go through a flurry, maybe take the lead, and then hold on for dear life or give up a late touchdown and lose a one-score game. That's the way it's gone. So how do you avoid having it's to dig yourself you out yeah. of the hole? How about you start fast? If that means you got to get up 30 minutes earlier and eat an extra bowl of Wheaties, if that means you got to have a double portion of scrambled eggs in the morning, if that you means you need to take a five-hour energy right before kickoff, do it.
4: And start fast. Eat an entire link of pork smoked sausage. That is
3: not
5: an entirely bad idea. That's a great
3: idea. Not a bad idea. Borky, Mississippi State absolutely must do uh, what?
5: I don't know if you want your kickers to have uh, anything more weighing on their gut, if you know what I mean, when, <laughs> when it comes time to it. But... That, that's the answer, though, right? It's, you, you got to make your kicks w- when given. I know that's going to make uh, state fans really uncomfortable that this game might come down to the kicking game, but uh, they've struggled in the end zone. I know that's been a little bit better, but a- Auburn's defense especially is capable of forcing Mississippi State to field goals. Will you make them this time? Because I think points are going to be at a premium. It's going to be a close game. Relatively evenly matched teams, although different styles. Field goals. Make them when you kick them. Or just take the kiffin route and go for it on fourth down a bunch, which Leach did actually talk about this week. He considered just, hey, forget it. We're not going to kick. Fourth and two, we're just going to go for it because that gives us better odds anyway. So
4: keep that in mind as well. Lee Sterling said MSU 31-30. Bruce Marshall said MSU 23-21. There have to be made kicks to get those scores. There have to be made kicks to win games that close. Mm -hmm. So if you're not making kicks, no chance. Porky, should we flip it around? Yes. We should flip it around. Ole Miss,
5: also an underdog at home, college game day. All that good stuff, the pomp and circumstance, but if they're going to win the game and pull the upset, they must do
4: what? They're... (sighs) It's like E. F. Hutton. Everybody's no, I I
3: just hesitate, and I'm trying to I'm trying to narrow it down to one thing. But uh.
5: I'll go if uh, if you want a little bit more time. I I think it's all about protection. I expect okay. Drummond and Sanders at least to play, and that's a big deal for Old Miss if those two guys are in the lineup. It, it's protection for me. Even if the offensive line is healthy, if they, if they have guys back, if Warren's in the lineup, if they're not having to play Jalen Cunningham every snap in the game, uh, with no disrespect to the young man, he was just playing defensive line two weeks ago. Uh, if they are healthy, still I don't think they're going to be able to run the football that well. This is an elite-level front seven. They're excellent at stopping the run. This game, to me, is going to fall on Matt Corral's shoulders. Will he be able to beat AM throwing the football? Well, there's one way that you can do that, and it's protecting him. We'll see how healthy that ankle is, but if he's not 100%, clearly he won't be as elusive in the pocket. He won't be able to beat a and with his legs like he did in Knoxville a few weeks ago. If you protect him, you can win this game. If you do not go ahead and and write it home as a loss. So so the part, what I was debating was
3: Ole Miss absolutely must have Matt Corral have the ability to make plays with his feet. I've heard people... I mean, look, people have... You you wouldn't believe the number of people who... Oh, I've heard that this guy's playing and this guy's playing. And I heard this specifically about Matt Corral. And I, I talked to a friend of a friend who... So, There there has been some confidence, though, that maybe Matt Corral has taken a bigger step forward in terms of his health this week than in recent weeks. There's been a little longer to get better, and there have been fewer setbacks. And maybe he didn't get beat up quite as much last week against Liberty as he did the week before. And so Matt Corral needs to be able to affect this game with his feet. I'm not suggesting that he carries the ball thirty times like he did in Knoxville. But he needs to be a threat to run because that gives Texas A and M something else they've got to account for. And I think it makes it a little bit easier in the running game for Jerry On Ely and Snoop Connor and Henry Parrish, and I think it probably makes it a little easier for Matt Corral in the passing game if Texas A&M has to respect the fact that Matt Corral can hurt you with his feet. Part of the reason that Liberty was a successful shutting Ole Miss's run game down last week, outside of that 70-yard run, they had 78 yards rushing. It was like 150 for the game. They didn't have to worry about whether Matt Corral was going to kill him with his feet because he couldn't. Ole Miss needs him to be able to do that. And I think that's going to be the
5: difference in whether or not Ole Miss has a chance to win the game or not. Yeah, They clearly protected him last week. No question. Kiffin said he did not practice. And then in the game, they definitely schemed to make sure he did not take any kind of hits whatsoever. So So, that makes
4: sense. I think what they have to do is is basically what you just said, but totally opposite at the same time. They need more from Ely, Connor, and Parrish. They, They need to be able to continue to protect Corral. Because you know you don't you can't have him out of the game. They need their running backs to deliver in the running game, and, and Ely especially. You know we talked before the season. I was really high on Jerry on Ely. I was like, this is one of the yeah. the best playmakers in the SEC, and he just hasn't had that that kind of year this year. He's had some some moments. He's had some flashes, but. He hasn't delivered week in and week out. Needs These final three games, you need to see that guy that I thought he was going to be.
3: And, Borky, here's the other part of what I was kind of oscillating back and forth on. It's kind of forcing Texas A&M to something. It's not going to surprise me if A&M runs it for somewhere between 200 and 250 yards, or maybe between 225 and 275. And that's not a great formula for success, but... You can overcome that if that's all you allow them to do offensively. You can't allow A&M to go for 250, and then allow Zach Calzada to throw for 260 in three touchdowns where it's like, it doesn't matter what they do. They're having success everywhere. If you want to put some pressure on Zach Calzada and that allows lanes to open up in the running game, okay, maybe you live with that if that's all you're giving up. But it can't be, hey, A&M, this is a buffet. Eat whatever you want. It's yours. Sports Talk Mississippi, that's your college football fix driven by Ford. We'll be right back.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Just the typical congestion for this time of the day at I-20 westbound at the stack. Otherwise, traffic is moving good. No accidents or breakdowns to report. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
21: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glykstead or online at
18: bennelson.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, wh- what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth.
11: Hey, there's
8: Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to Stand for American Freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American Freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office.
18: With store wide savings of 50 to 80%, now is the perfect time to do your Christmas shopping at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Our lease expires soon, and so will the savings. Save 50 to 80% on stackable rings, diamond studs, color and diamond pendants, even our wedding bands are sale price. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is closing out our entire inventory. Nothing is held back. 50 to 80% off store wide now at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney.
0: The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster.
2: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Is
19: sports talk. This is sports talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say, sports fans.
2: Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Kind of, you know, and maybe this is more of a topic for our friend Gerard here, but. I'm surprised that hasn't been canceled yet.
3: Well, they've tried. Have they? Wait, are you talking about Chinese bandit yeah. or Neck? Yeah, no, no, Chinese bandit. They canceled Neck and then no brought neck. it back and then canceled it, yeah. bring it back. Oh, this fan played Neck a couple of weeks ago. Did they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Which is fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the song is an
4: issue. No, it's not the song. It's, it's the, L- the, uh. The LSU
21: fans. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That, They're uh, potty mouths. That, that doesn't work. Yeah. Chinese bandits is not, uh. Not the it, most politically correct. I, I, I mentioned that to somebody who was asking me what it was. Somebody's not a it, it, fan. I said it's called Chinese bandits. They were like. It's called what? I was like, yeah, "It's I know, I know, but." Well, and and that was I mean, if you really know the story, that was Monday morning nickname for Midday's with Gerard, Chinese bandits. Is that next on the Biden agenda? It was it nickname for the LSU I know what it was. was.
6: I know what it was. Well,
4: but and listen, you like, play by a different set of rules in Louisiana. Oh, that's true. It's the Napoleonic Code.
3: I mean, we we, as the state of Mississippi, change our state flag, and thank goodness we did. Yeah. In Baton Rouge, it's a purple and gold Confederate flag. Like, that's any different. That's true. Hey, wave them right in the middle of their tailgates, and, and, but whatever.
4: And Gerard is correct. The Fighting Tigers is yeah. a, it was a Civil War it battalion. Was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, no, you know. I just tell you what. Indeed. Uh,. Spe- speaking of, of it,
3: it's fun Asian things. It's fun to watch LSU flounder a bit, but.
4: <laughs> speaking <laughs> when, of flounder, is that what are ti- trying to segue you? No, in? no, where no. We no. Go with?
3: When Tiger Stadium is right. It's, it's awesome. Oh, the best. oh, It's so good. It's the best. So good. It is Friday. It is 520, and that can only mean one thing. That means it is time for another Food, food. Friday. i oh, sorry. Food. There you go. Food Friday brought to you by our friends at Polk's Meat. Visit them online at polk'smeat.com. You can get Polk's Meat merchandise there. You can uh, see the full product offering. You can find the locations where they're served. And basically, it should be everywhere. Like When you go to the grocery store and you go to the meat section... You should see the Polk's packages, the sausage, the, uh, the smoked sausage, the Cajun sausage, the green onion and garlic sausage, perhaps the ham steaks, the, uh, the smaller ham that's perfect for biscuits. You should see all of that. And if you don't, you should kindly walk back to the meat counter and ring the bell, Bing! you know, the ring bell for service, and say to the uh, manager of the meat department, uh, would you kindly, kindly start carrying Polk's because I'm a picky person. That's right. That's and there are no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polks. There you go. That's how you should do it, right there. There you go. Just tell the uh, the meat manager, we need Polks. And they'll deliver. And it'll be good for them too. Yeah. So, the question on the table is, of course, what's going on the grill this weekend? It's been a busy week. For me. Oh, my goodness,
4: Brian. Hey, that didn't plan. I, I, Stop the presses, Borky. And we and we have a new butcher shop in Starkville. And I was like, I need to go by, I need to go by. And I haven't been by yet. Yeah? So I'm hoping they're open prior to 11 a.m. tomorrow. Okay? And I'll go by. Because tomorrow, wife and kids, out of town. Again? Yeah. They're, they're just for a day. They're just going to Tupelo to do some stuff. Yeah, but that keeps happening on Saturdays. that are football Saturdays for you. You know what? Maybe I'm good at my job. <laughs> Maybe I understood the assignment. Maybe you're going to text your wife and say, hey, by the way, babe, got you a hotel room tomorrow yeah, night. We'll see you Sunday morning. You're going to the silver. You're going to the golden moon. Go roll some craps, Have some fun. There you go. Uh, so I'm going to figure something out. Steak is where I'm leaning. Just by yourself? Yeah, why not? Like go get you a tomahawk ribeye and just cook it you're, all for yourself? I'm thinking about that, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I deserve it. I work hard.
3: All right, Borky, so you're consuming some college football in person tomorrow, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: Possibly. I did see, so YouTube has a thing now called Shorts. They're like TikToks. And it's all the benefit of TikTok, but you don't have to get one, and you don't accidentally stumble upon people doing goofy dances. Which is a big part of TikTok. It's pretty incredible, right? Also a big part of Midnight Yell. Yeah carry on oh no it's not goofy dances it's goofy ways to insult your opponent by calling them smelly because we are 7 years old um th- that's what they do hi aggies if you're in town um you guys are weird anyway um a bunch of milkmen I-, I saw I-, I follow some food accounts and these are guys that do steaks and stuff like that it's all really good stuff i follow some food accounts as you might imagine um This guy... You do more than follow them. Hey. This This guy... This guy did a Chick-fil-A pizza. Here's what he did. He got pizza dough and and made it into, you know, a typical pizza crust. Okay. Lined the bottom with Chick-fil-A sauce. The bottom of it. So, like, where marinara sauce would go, he lined the bottom of it with Chick-fil-A sauce. Okay. And put cheese on top of that. Yep. And got Chick-fil-A chicken fingers and cut them up and got their uh, waffle fries and laid them out on this pizza and made a Chick-fil-A pizza. And each of his slices, he put a different sauce. He did buffalo on one. He did honey mustard on one. He did Polynesian on one. Did all the sauces they have on eight slices of Chick-fil-A pizza, and it looked amazing. And I'm going to do that. And uh, enjoy watching the Saints lose on Sunday oh. while eating Chick Fil A pizza. It's gonna be awesome. I think I was with you right up until the waffle fries on top. And you can leave them out. I mean, there, there well, are well, certainly well, other well, options. Well, uh, he mentioned he didn't put them, but he thought about using uh, just bacon, just bacon bits. Frying up some bacon and sprinkling them around, but for why, the sake of the video, do that? he wanted to only use things that he got at Chick-fil-A, and they didn't just have, like, here's bacon bits as an option for him. Okay? Oh, I, see. I see where you're going.
3: They have bacon. There's no way point. to put the
5: pe- peach milkshake on the pizza, is there? I don't think so.
3: so Although, there's a way to
4: do it. Yeah, it's probably not a good You point. shouldn't do it, but there's a way to do it.
3: Yeah, so uh, it's, been, uh, it's been probably three or four weeks since I've fired the grill up. Mm-hmm. It's obviously not going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But late Sunday afternoon, I see this happening. My, my wife tells me that uh, we're taking a, a family picture uh, at some point early on Sunday afternoon, and so after those festivities are in the rearview mirror, then um, fire up the grill. Okay, and it's going to be steaks on Sunday. There you go. So, so but but, on but we're only going to start with uh, we're not we're not going to start with steaks. Okay. I'm starting with Cajun sausage. There you go. I'm going to the Polk's Cajun sausage first. I'm going to do a sausage and cheese plate. Got some friends that are coming over as well, so we're going to go sausage and cheese plate with uh, with some barbecue sauce and yeah, whatever. I mean, sausage, cheese, some crackers,
4: whatever you do on that. And uh, then, oh, one of our listeners makes a really good point. Borty, yes, you got to buy the nuggets on Saturday.
5: Ooh, oh, I do. Good thinking. Good point. Good thinking. I got to get those tomorrow then if I'm going to do this. There you go.
4: Yeah. Make me feel better again after the Saints lose. They'll keep.
5: See, I'm going to do uh, some small bacon wrap
3: fillets for my friends at LB's, and then uh, probably going to do a couple of ribeyes as I well.
4: I would have gone to LB's today, but they close at six. Yeah. they're
3: open till seven. They would have seen them. I mean, if you hurry, 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 you might still catch. Greg, are you listening? There.
4: Shoot me a text.
3: Something. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. So that's the uh, that's my going steaks. Yeah, bacon wrap fillets, a couple of ribeyes thrown on there. I'm not sure on sides yet. Haven't gotten that far down the uh, road. We're only probably do two a couple weeks of away. Mushrooms the... as well.
4: The ultimate food Friday, though. Because it'll be after Thanksgiving. But I'm doing Thanksgiving on Saturday. So i got a lot to talk about. But
3: do you know what that food Friday, for me, the Friday following Thanksgiving is going to be? That's your leftover. That is leftover food Friday, which might be the best food day of the year. Two years ago, you you, you had the leftovers in the truck. Yes! Yeah, you told yeah. It was the greatest thing ever. You (laughs) were so happy. Do do you remember that? So the game was in Starfield. I do. Freezing cold. Ole
4: Miss lost, right? Oh gosh, let me let me raise a leg and think about that. Yeah, they did. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> that, it was that one. Yeah. Sorry, I, I've lost track. So yes,
5: buddy, let's back. be honest. They won that night. They lost the game, but they won. That's like the O eight. It's like the 08, like
3: the 08. Egg Ball. The team that lost kind of won. I, I, I see what you're doing there. So games in Starkville. We get back to Oxford. I left my truck at David or at, at David Kellum's house. Parked in the driveway. It was cold, 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 yeah, it's cold, cold that night. Yeah. I'm not a big leftovers guy outside of Thanksgiving. And even then it seems a little inconvenient. And so my wife, as I was there, she's like, you want me to make you a plate to go? And for whatever reason, normally I'd be like, no, I'm good. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So I've got a paper plate wrapped in aluminum foil sitting in the truck at like 35 degrees for about eight hours. Still good. Pull into his driveway at 1 a.m. Get in the truck and I go, I'm hungry. And I have food food right right there, there. and I ate everything on that plate cold, and it may be the best meal of my life. It's certainly the best 1 a.m. meal of my life. There you go. It
4: may be the best meal of my life, period. There you go. So... Well, I'm, I'm doing Thanksgiving on Saturday, so, so that was I'll have my Food Friday about. two years ago. Plenty to talk about. Food
3: Friday brought to you by Polk's. Uh, they encourage you to uh, ch- if you've never tried Polk's, just give them a try. Uh, I know there are a lot of sausage options out there, but it's a Mississippi st- uh, company. Uh, they care about you in Mississippi. They've been a family-owned company for a really, really long time. Try the the and Polk's Cajun sausage. That's the Try gorgeous. the smoked sausage, original or pork. Try the Cajun and green onion sausage. I promise you. I promise you. You will not be disappointed. Take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll look at these games for the last 30 minutes of the show. Right after this, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm.
10: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day. Sunny skies, high near 71. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 40 degrees. Saturday, sunny skies, high only to 56. Saturday evening, clear skies and cold, low around 36. And for your Sunday, sunny skies, high near 65. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com
18: game day the bulldogs bring the noise and with the powerful towing and payload that f-150 delivers you can bring whatever you want whenever you need it no wonder ford f-series is america's best-selling truck 44 years straight the 2021 ford f-150 and the bulldogs built for greatness visit your mississippi ford dealer or buyfordnow.com based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales
0: with yours. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at
5: Pilium.com.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A rare benefit of higher inflation, your tax bill might be lower this year, Fox's Jenny reports The Internal Revenue Service has raised tax brackets by about 3% from 2021. For this year's taxes, a married couple won't need to pay the top 37% tax rate unless they make $647,850. For individuals, that top bracket starts at 539900 Each year, the cost of living is considered and the changes happen automatically. The maximum amount you can set aside and a health care flexible spending account went up $100. The COVID state of emergency has been renewed many times in our state, but the governor announced yesterday that since infections and hospitalizations are being effectively managed, he's going to allow it to expire November 20th. I'm Kelly Bennett.
2: Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station.
3: Some suggestions on Ceasefire Text Line. Some food suggestions. Cook your sausage, let it cool, cut the sausage up, put it in a bowl with cheese chunks, kosher pickled chunks. Got to be kosher. Liberally add a rendezvous dry seasoning mix. Don't need barbecue sauce to dip, but okay if you want it. I mean, that sounds like a sausage and cheese bowl. As opposed to a plate, that's, that's right? As
4: opposed to a platter, yeah. Okay.
3: So. Different way to uh, do it. Somebody suggested uh, making. Chicken and Polk's Cajun sausage gumbo for the first time. It's gonna be good. Yes, it will be. That jambalaya was good last weekend. Was it? Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. Uh, for your sausage and cheese, slice the Polk's sausage, put a piece of pepper jack cheese, a slice of jalapeno,
4: and a triscuit cracker. Yes, yeah, I, I would eat the jalapeno four. jelly. Right? Or you just put a jalapeno on there if you want. Yeah, you uh, I'll eat about four dozen of those. Yeah.
3: I'm feeling generous. Oh. Shall we give something away? Yes. Let's give something away. Let's give away a pair of tickets to tomorrow's football game at Vaughn-Hemingway Stadium between Ole Miss and Texas A&M. But let's not make it quite as easy as last week when we just said, Hey, Texas, I need ticks. I mean, the contest was over in literally seven seconds. Yeah. All six pairs of tickets. were So, going. what we got this week? Got a trivia question for pair number one. Okay. Not sure what. Still, still thinking about. A couple of others. Okay. To uh, for 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 pair of tickets number one. All right. For Ole Miss, who holds the single game scoring record against Texas A and M? Or, asked a different way. What former Ole Miss football player, not a current player, that's your one clue, what former Ole Miss football player scored the single most points in a game of American college tackle football against the Texas AM Fighting Aggies? Mm-hmm. You may text your answer to the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395, Nine five. If you're correct, we will respond. We will get your email address, and I will send you a pair of
4: tickets. I got a guess, but I don't know the answer.
3: Well, I'm going to help you a little bit. As incorrect answers come in, I'll tell you no. So far, Bo Wallace, no. Chad Kelly, I have an idea, no. Laquan Treadwell, no. Deuce McAllister, no. Never played against Texas A&M. I mean, you taking a guess doesn't really do anything for this maybe whole I want process. The tickets. I could
4: come to the game. I got nothing going on tomorrow.
3: Uh, it was not Dante Moncrief. It was not Eli Manning. It was not Shea Patterson. That was my guess. It, it is not Jalen Walton. It is
5: not Jeff Scott.
4: Wow, this is this is a tough one. It's I a bit of a think trick
5: question. I know. I can't
3: oh, say yeah? it, but I think I know. It is not Dexter McCluster. Jamez Logan. Great. Wait, that is a guess that I would not have seen coming. It's not correct, but that's a great guess. Not even... Okay. Archie Manning. Okay. Now, 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 here's a clue. Here's a clue. I gotta know. If you choose a player that falls between the eras of Archie Manning and all of these other names that have been submitted... Then you're going to be in the right area. Not the current era, not Archie Manning's era.
4: Okay. When did Ole Miss play Texas AM? Do ah, I...
3: you're asking relevant questions now.
5: Now you're asking. Somebody's re- asking is... the right or saying the right thing on the text line to a 662 number here. What's that? Oh, asking if it's a kicker? Somebody's saying the right thing, yeah.
3: He's not saying the right thing, Borky. It's not a kicker. Well, then
4: you're tricking people. You you, you got us going. I, you're, you're it's got to be.
3: I'm I'm not tricking you. There is one player who played football at Ole Miss that scored more points. Okay, there's the answer. Boom. Who is our winner? Six oh one
4: number right here. John Forcade. I, I was thinking him or Buford McGee was where I was going next. In 1980,
3: Ole Miss played Texas A and M. And John Forcade had three touchdowns in the game for a total of 18 points, most points any Ole Miss player has ever scored against Texas A&M. And so I will respond to this and ask you to uh, send me your email address, and then we'll get you a pair of tickets. That's
4: a good one. Thanks for playing. That, that was, was a good lot one. of responses. I didn't know. Did not know the answer. I had a question. If you didn't have one, though, I had a backup trivia question for you. Oh uh, yeah, what was that? Name the uh, Ole Miss quarterback who transferred to Texas A&M. Not Bryce Blom. <laughs> he was a second baseman. No.
3: Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: I got no idea. Chris Osgood. Still got no idea. He was Ken Austin's backup <laughs> for a while. How about that? Back when transfers weren't really a thing. What is he the, knew yeah, it? Somebody knew it. Six oh one. What is the
3: non-SEC game this weekend? Oh, okay. The non-SEC game.
4: There's a there's a good number that uh, you are most might looking be happening forward right to right now, Richard. Right now, Cincinnati. Yeah. End they're, they're...
5: of the first, tied at seven in Tampa, Cincinnati at South Florida.
4: Cincinnati cannot get out of their own way just blow somebody out. That's a good one. Michigan, Uh-oh. Penn State is a good one. Oklahoma, Baylor. There's so many good games. By the on. way, last
3: night was really good. Remember we yeah. talked about North Carolina and Pittsburgh Over time. Pittsburgh led seventeen to nothing. They led twenty-three to seven. The weather gets bad. North Carolina comes back and ties it at twenty-three. Pittsburgh hail mary on the final play of the game doesn't convert. Gets batted down in the end zone. We go to overtime. Pittsburgh gets the ball first and they score in the rain. And then it gets biblical. It was like monsoon. Biblical nuts. rain. And North Carolina can't get it done. So there you go. And they lose 30 to 23. And Kenny Pickett has a really big night 346 yards, three touchdowns. That was a fun game to watch. Yeah. yeah.
5: Didn't have one so, interception, but that happens sometimes. It he, happens. Yeah. He should have had another. Should have had another. Yes, he should have. Um, he's limited in ability. I've seen people ask, why isn't Kenny pick it up on these draft boards? Because some guys can be really productive college quarterbacks and not have the tools to be a top five pick. I think he's one. However, somebody down in the bottom of the draft that's going to be looking for a quarterback like New Orleans should take a risk on a guy like him. Because that dude is a gamer and he is accurate. He takes hits. He gets just absolutely laid out. And he still delivers accurate footballs, knowing a hit's coming. That's the kind of guy that like will just win. Like you can't explain it. Like Brady, Tom Brady, his skills are not and have never been in his entire NFL career the best in the league. He's never had the strongest arm. He's never been the most accurate. But there's just something about Brady that just wins. It's just he when he's your quarterback, you win. I think Pickett's got that in him. He, he's your quarterback. You're just going to win. He's not the most accurate passer. He doesn't have the biggest arm. But when he's on your team,
4: you just feel like you have a chance. I love watching him play. To go back to what you were asking, Mm -hmm. this this slate of games is crazy this weekend. I I said a few. Michigan, Penn State is happening. Oklahoma, Baylor is happening. Uh, You've got uh, Georgia, Tennessee. That's obviously in the SEC. Minnesota and Iowa. Purdue and Ohio State. Uh, You've got, this is an interesting game, NC State and Wake Forest. That's an interesting game to me. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of, of quality, good matchups this weekend, even outside of the SEC. This is a great weekend of college football. I'm glad State's on the road. Yeah, I can watch it all. What, um, is Oklahoma Baylor? Does that one do it for you? Yeah, that's an interesting game. Hmm. Baylor uh, only a five-and-a-half-point underdog. What, uh, what, Borky,
3: do you think, if you got to pick one, you can watch one and only one outside the SEC. Who are you watching?
5: I think it is uh, Oklahoma Baylor. When you look at Caleb Williams, he's been incredibly impressive. I mean, his skill set is as good as anybody in America, but the defenses he has played so far are Texas in that comeback, and they're an atrocity right now, TCU, a bottom tier defense in college football Kansas the worst team in college football arguably and Texas Tech who fired their coach That that is who he has seen so far and now Baylor's definitely not a world beater by any stretch but if this guy is the real deal if Oklahoma is going to make the playoff uh, this is the first time he's really being tested
3: yeah yeah I agree with you on that Notre Dame at Virginia, could be a good scene for that one. NC State at Wake Forest, pretty good defense from NC State, prolific offense from Wake Forest. Wake Forest, two-point favorite, trying to bounce back from their first loss of the season last week on the road to North Carolina. I am curating another trivia question for you because i got another pair of tickets to give away when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We are with you in the Pearl River Resort Studios today. That is at the Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium, which wrapped up a couple of hours ago. We're wrapping up after this. We'll be right back.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Cross Gates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. An accident has been reported on I20 westbound US 49 exit 47. It is affecting the right shoulder westbound. Expect delays and use caution when driving through that area. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan or apply for a low interest signature loan.
11: Insulated glass Plexiglass Commercial storefronts And heavy equipment glass Venable glass They'll come out And give you a free estimate Monday
21: through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing.
10: You want it. You need it. Here's how you get it
2: Miss Kelly's Veterans Day sale. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday. Save up to $500 plus 60 months financing. You want it. You need it. Get it now. From our huge selection of in stock inventory, big discounts, no down payment, and no waiting. Four days only at all Miss Kelly's locations.
21: Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner.
12: Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature singer-songwriter Don Bryant for an evening of songs and behind-the-scenes stories as part of the Words and Music, a songwriter series moderated by Scott Bomar. This feature of Don Bryant will be held at Grammy Museum Mississippi on November 15th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $20. To purchase tickets and or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit MS.org. Hey
23: sports fans, this football season, MDOT wants to ensure you get to your game day destination safely. So before you hit the road to watch your favorite team, be sure to download the m.traffic app. The MDOT .traffic app is free for both Apple and Android devices. And remember to drive smart on the way to the game. That means buckling up, obeying the speed limit, and avoiding distracted driving, especially when traveling in work zones. For more information, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter.
6: With a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine, breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
2: Introducing to you, Sports Talk Mississippi.
3: mississippi with you one last time streaming at supertalk.fm richard cross michael borky and brian haydad coming to you from the banking and finance symposium big thanks to the uh, school of business at old miss and the dean ken Syrie for having us with uh, paul gallo this morning gerard gibbert and then sports talk this afternoon it's uh, always fun to uh, visit with him really had a like unexpectedly cool conversation about cryptocurrency at the end of the three o'clock and beginning of the four o'clock hour and uh, i know we kind of got off the football road a little bit with that conversation but they uh, got a lot of feedback on it people were pretty uh, interested and locked in all right borky you're gonna like this trivia question this one's right up your alley so you may or may not know the history of reveille uh back in the uh, the early 19th reveille is the mascot for texas a&m the dog So back in the early 1930s, some uh, cadets at Texas A&M were on their way back to school, and there was a black and white dog on the side of the road that was run over and was injured. And so they picked the dog up and brought him back to campus. But pets were not allowed on campus, and so they had to sneak him into the dorm, or her into the dorm, whichever it was, I guess her into the dorm, and hide her that night. Well, their plan went awry when at 6 a.m. the next morning, the bugler sounded reveille and the little dog that they had rescued went crazy thus earning its name and later becoming the official mascot of Texas A&M they would follow up with a second dog by the way the first dog was a mutt the second dog was a uh, was a sheepdog and then the third dog they made the transition to the current breed you think you know exactly what the name of the breed is. To the C Spire text line, 601 you got to text me the full name of the actual breed of Reveille, the mascot for Texas A&M. If you do that, I will text you a pair of tickets. The full name. The full name of the breed. Shetland Sheepdog actually was the second uh, Reveille The third Reveille was when this dog became. There are several of you who... There it is. There it is. Rough Collie is the answer. John in Oxford was the first to text us Rough Collie. We got a bunch of people that said Collie. But the full official name of that breed of dog for every Reveille since Reveille three to the present day is Rough Collie.
4: Collie Grew up in the mean streets of College
3: Station. Yeah well you know it's a it's a rough life. So John I am going to text you a pair of tickets right now for Ole Miss and Texas A&M on the number that you just sent us uh, on the uh, ceasefire text line. Congratulations. Enjoy the game and if you can't use the tickets give them to somebody that can. Thanks. Did you learn anything? Did you know Rough
4: Collie? I did not and I didn't know about John Forcade earlier. So It's a learning day. We learned about crypto, we learned about John Forcade.
5: No, wouldn't have gotten rough, Collie. Uh, I did learn, so it's all tradition there. Literally everything they do is based on something that happened like 100 years ago. Everything. That's what tradition That video that went viral after the uh, Yale leader called the Mississippi State football team smelly in front of thousands of people Mm -hmm. as as a gotcha insult, that little weird thing he was doing? Where he was like kicking his leg up and doing that with his arm. One of the guys that was doing that decades ago, his little jumpsuit was too big. And so he was doing that to try to get his pants up so they weren't covering his feet anymore. So he was gesturing like that. And that's why they do that.
4: Learn tradition. we learning so much today. Tradition. I learned that the remote I thought we had on Monday here is actually moved for a week. Which Down saved the me, line. Which saved me an angry phone call. What from getting here and realizing imagine, you're going to be joining me me in the Oxford studio. Imagine showing up at, like, studio. 2 o'clock and is like, what? So, yeah, Richard and I would have had to, to team up in the, in the Oxford studio there. Yeah. Hey,
3: uh, predictions? Hey, it's too late in the game for media, but you, you've got picks. You want to make your
4: picks? Uh, yeah. For, for, the, for the games at hand, actually, I would take Texas A&M as my favorite. I okay. think they're going to win the game. They're two-and-a-half-point favorite. I think they're going to win by, by seven-plus. Um, and I said, I mentioned my underdog. I like uh, – I like uh, East Carolina there. For State, I I think State's going to to lose 31-24. But as it has been with basically every game this year except for Alabama, if State plays clean, if State does the things that they're supposed to do, they can easily win this game. And I mean, I do mean easily. Mm -hmm. If they come out and they don't fall behind by 10 and they don't turn it over and they don't have untimely penalties, they can win the game going away. Because Auburn is not great. But at the same time, it could slip away from them. Pretty. This is another four outcome game. I, I, anything could happen. If, if state lost by seventeen points, I wouldn't be totally shocked. If Auburn, if state came out and went, just beat them up like they beat Kentucky up, I wouldn't be totally shocked either. Borky, you
3: got picks. One uh, dog and one against the spread. Cicero is my pick tonight. Ooh, Dosasero, dos dos clap, 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 clap. Stay All healthy, right? Christian. Like the uh, the USA. Is he going to play?
5: I hope not. Yes, he is going to play. Will not start. Will come in as a super sub. Super sub, Michael Borky says. USA comes in in the USA. 85th minute. I can live with that.
4: Do we believe? No, don't do no, that. No, we don't do that anymore. The, those things go bad. Did they now, stop doing that? Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Uh, don't don't we believe? Nobody I wants
3: believe. that.
4: Nobody that, wants that. Doesn't
3: work in Tuscaloosa. I don't no. know if it works in Ohio. No. Thanks for being with us. Enjoy your college football weekend. Thanks to the folks at the Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium for having us. For Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, Houston, and Alex and Gary. I'm Richard Cross. Good night.